Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 182. We have some stuff to go over here tonight, but we did bring in Rand because uh, Xbox bought Bethesda. So I thought Rand would like to, to be a part of the podcast tonight. Rand, how you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. I was kind of a little unexpected that, uh, you know, I got the DM saying, if you, you know, you asking me to be on, but I'm excited to be here because, uh, yeah, probably one of the biggest like a purchase ever out in in the in the gaming industry like it's really so. gonna yeah. it's really gonna shift and change a lot of things moving forward so uh it's gonna be interesting discussion yes and we we are missing mvg and dreamcast guy tonight but miss click uh also not here will be here later on she's gonna just kind of pop in uh, as we're as we're going through here and then we have nate with the uh, what's your what's your profile picture there nate what is that that's my face reveal uh-huh <laughs> but I'll, I'll zoom in for everyone in chat no oh it doesn't do it properly <laughs> okay yes. all right how are, you, how are you how are you doing tonight nate not too bad kind of hungry have a turkey sandwich waiting for me oh very nice very nice and we got jordan jordan with his uh uh batteries low channel rolling along yeah everyone's been saying just talk about games you idiot that's all we want so i started talking about games again do you want me to do you want me to drop that down in the in the description for you too? Batteries low. That's sure. Why not? Let's do that. I'll put the I'll, I'll drop that in as we go along here. And then we got OJ Player Essence. How's it going, yeah. man? I'm going? doing good. Doing good. Still kind of freaking out about that uh, Hyrule Warriors uh, stuff today. So. Oh, you saw you saw the uh, the Tokyo Game Show stream. Yeah, I was streaming it. Um, I was doing like a live reaction to it. it was on kind of early, but uh, so so yeah. But it was it was interesting. It was it was kind of fun to watch that. And then like obviously like the big news with Bethesda. So it's been a pretty interesting week this week, man. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And then Sean, RGC, uh, what are you playing right now? Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> what? You just you decided to break that? I mean, it 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 blew up in, in sales on Amazon since we saw calamity. So yeah, I had to buy it digitally. I had oh, you, I had some money left over. Oh, you didn't you didn't already have it? No, because I, I oh. bought it on the Wii U and I bought it on the 3DS and I was like, I'm not buying this a third time. And then watching that shit today, I was like, wow, I really want to play the, the first game again. Yeah, I uh, I picked that up physically when it first came out, but I mean, it's still it's still a fun game. Uh, I just Age of Calamity makes it look terrible though <laughs> like age of calamity looks looks so it, much it, better <laughs> it does make it look actually pretty bad but the cool thing about the switch version is that it's 60 frames per second yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah that's gonna that's gonna be good hyrule warriors is 60 frames yeah i don't know about age of calamity yeah yeah that's gonna be that looks pretty good though cool cool and then we have evan yep what's up how you doing evan <laughs> how's Man it going over managing there managing chat <laughs> Yeah, I saw people. you. I saw you playing a lot of Hades recently on uh, on Steam. I think I'm up to 40 hours in Hades. Yeah, Evan, Evan's into this game. I, I mean, you're you're really in this game because you just got it at the beginning of this week, and you're 40 hours in. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> nice, nice, very good. We can start with what we've been playing this week, since we're going to go into uh, tonight. We have Xbox and Bethesda, of course. That's the big topic. We also have Tokyo, Tokyo Game Show. What really has happened there, which hasn't been like an overwhelming amount of stuff, but we've had a few things happen. The Amazon streaming service with Luna. And then we'll talk about a little bit of the Metroid Prime 4 stuff, specifically some of the hiring and just even when we think it's coming out now, because that seems to be another part of the topic as well as to what, what the timetable is on, on this game here. So let's let's go around here. Sean, we've been we've been playing, man. We play this week. Um, really not a whole lot. Um, I played some more Mario stuff, of course. Um, I actually picked up uh, Bloodbreed finally because it was on sale for fifty nine cents. What and Bloodbreed? Nate knows what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> what um, what is this game? 
It's crap. It's like a it's like Whoa. a PS one. It, it's bad, dude. It's bad. Whoa. It's so bad that it's good. Yes. I will say that. Yeah, yes. uh, it's like a PS one survival horror game, but there's really no. I mean, the only means of survival is just to run away from the weird dude who and like when the when the bad guy comes on screen, like really weird metal music starts playing and you just have to run away. (laughs) You have to like run away from him. Like it's absolute (laughs) shit. And there's like I got to a part where like you have to like cross like beams across a um, across buildings. And so like I guess you're supposed to crouch and do it to go fast but i figured out a way that if you crouch and run right when you first get on it like your character just glides across the beam so it's, it's really cheesy and i accomplished something this week that is more important than video games it's, it's more important than anything you went outside you quit smoking no come on i did go outside but i had to go get more cigarettes i <laughs> so at least one of those I, two things excellent uh-huh i bought and fully assembled on my own labo anything no, a, Mar- a mario lego kit oh nice. oh no, how, how was that how was that uh the kit is it the it's... one where like the mario light up and like say stuff yeah like that's the only reason i wanted it i was like all right i'm gonna buy it and i'm just gonna play with that and i'm just gonna throw everything else away but like i just decided i was like you know what i never really had legos as a kid i'm going to assemble this i made my own little course and like when you hit certain things like the mario thing interacts with it it's pretty cool <laughs> you need to get the tv now with the nes that's the no 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 that's like that's the like, final boss stuff man that's like 2300 pieces man i, I can't yeah, mess but, with that but you'll put mario on top and it'll make sounds as you jump across things yeah maybe i'll b- buy one like fully assembled off of ebay <laughs> Gosh. I, I, bet you, I mean they're on there i bet you they're on there people already oh, I'm, sure, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they are how much do you think that, yeah. how much do that time's worth to people 100 bucks <sighs> it depends mm. it depends how long it takes you like yeah. for me that would be i, I would never finish it mm. i mean you could kind of set it up like one of those big jigsaw puzzles you just walk by and do a few steps here and there on the table no see i don't i don't do jigsaw puzzles either mm. I, I don't have patience for it like i just i just i don't know i just get crazy with it what about uh, what about Rand? Did you play? Uh, I think probably just like you. I'm. Uh, I started the Mafia remake. Yes, Mafia Definitive Edition. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, never it, never played the original. So brand new to legit me. Legit physical copy, by the way. Slip cover, map, everything. Well, I'm all digital. You know that. Yeah, I know. That's why I had to let you know. Twenty dollars can't beat that price. Okay. Yeah. Well, twenty. This was thirty-two at Walmart. So right. it's pretty close. And, he, pretty and close. he actually he actually owns the game. <laughs> there was yep. a nine gigabyte patch, I think. Otherwise, it was. 42 gigabytes off the disc itself. Um, but it, you know what? I think it's a, obviously it's a, a significantly better experience, but I'm enjoying it. I think I've played about three hours of it so far. If I remember right, it was like a 12 or 13 hour game or something like yeah, that. It's, it's not supposed to be very long. I really like how the story is told in this. Yes. Um, it's, 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 it's really well done so far. Well, I, I'm not that far into it, but I can't, I can't wait to like spend all weekend playing it. And uh, you, seeing how the story unfolds. Did you play it? Did you play it back in two? I think I played it in two thousand and three. I think it was nope. on the original Xbox. Okay, okay, yeah. This is so. I mean, it it starts and then it kind of does the flashback, and that's they're telling the story through flashbacks. Uh, but it's I think I think it's done pretty well in this version because there's like you know facial expressions, so it's it's a little easier to tell the story now compared to back then um, with the technology they have. But I think it's a pretty good pickup at thirty two dollars that I grabbed or twenty for you. 
Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. The driving is actually better than I remember it because you're driving like super old cars, right? Like back in like 1930. So like your speedometer, like you never crack like 70 miles an hour or something. And when you go up a hill, your car will struggle trying to yeah, get some up of the cars struggle to get up. And they even in the, in the menu, I think they even given the option to skip some of the drives too, if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, which is, which is, which is cool because sometimes those driving, you know, can get, uh, you know, pretty boring. You know, yeah. you just kind of want to get into the story and shoot some fools. So skipping the driving sometimes is, is pretty useful. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it though. I think it's pretty good. You're going to try to blast through it this, this, yeah. uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yep, it's, yep. it's not super long. Sean, I think you should look into that one. If you, if you didn't play it back in the day. Oh, I, I played it back in the day, oh, okay. but I, I do want to get it again. Yeah. I think, I think it's a good one to grab, um, on the, uh, well, you have the, you have the one S right. You don't have the X. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I could probably get a free upgrade on one of my two new systems. Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, it's two K. <laughs> I like to true. think I like to think they'll do it. At the very least, it'll be backwards compatible on the Series X. I yeah, think. yeah, that's fine. That's good yeah. enough for me. Cool, cool. What about uh, what about OJ? Uh, not really anything new. Just played more Among Us. Uh, oh, that's 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 awesome right there. They played Among Us. Yeah, I'm I'm trash, but I got a <laughs> bit better. I got a bit better at counting, like calling out the imposters. Um, so that was good. Um, but yeah, the game is cool. The game is well, cool. What's happening to Fall Guys? I thought I thought that was the game, and not no, the game no, 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 not the game. Not the game that amazing. I believe someone very, very um, soothsayer like predicted. You know, in three to four weeks, no one's going to be caring about Fall Guys. <laughs> well, no, well, yeah, but then it gets on the Switch, and Sean's like, uh, nope. Sean's got that you know, thumbnail, right? right? Hold, hold up here, but Fall Guys still does crazy numbers on yeah, Twitch. Still though. doing crazy numbers. Yeah, and they're about to launch season two. So. Yeah, who talks so... about it? You see people talking. Yeah, I do, but within our it little bubble. No. Who, watch, who watches Twitch? It was trending. The Fall the Guys people. season two was trending this week. <laughs> What's your... Season for freaking walk around game. <laughs> Terrible physics. Hey, get off Sean's lawn, okay? Well, yeah, among... that's, that's well we were talking about Among Us, so I've been playing that. It's a pretty um, good game, but no, yeah. I can't. Sean, you better not make you better not make a video on Fall Guys I, I, when it comes to this. Oh, you know. Okay, will. yeah, no, okay. Will. Just I, hold to that because I'm going to ex- I'm going to make the Quote exact me. same thumbnail that you and and and, <laughs> and Wave make, and I'm going to put myself in a RGT hack. I'll take all your views for it, homie. All right, make that, sure don't make that on. video. Hold on, you're putting you're putting that Yankees hat on. Hold on, I'm gonna put an RGT <laughs> hat on. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put an RGT hat on the same thumbnail. Please do not make a video on it. All right, just make sure you don't. Uh, I won't. Uh, Okay, good. I'm holding you to that. We're gonna say, Evan, Evan, can you save this episode on this here? Save it, save it, clip it. Okay, I will not make a video on Fall Guys on Switch. Okay, thank you. I won't, boy. So wait, are you playing Among Us with with? uh, Are you playing Among Us with uh, random people or people like uh, like not not through voice chat but through like like uh, typing? Uh, some people have voice chat because it's like within my community. Mm -hmm. Um, so some people have voice chat, some people don't. Like they just type. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic there. You know. Uh, but no, it's fun. I like it. I, I still like the game. I think it's um, I think it's cool. And like you know, though I'm, I'm not sure we're talking about it today, but they announced that they're gonna um, add even more content to 
No. Uh, the original, because it's doing so well that they're not going to, they, they canceled the sequel. And I made saying, a whole hey. video on that. I saw, I yeah. saw a video yeah. on that with uh, batteries low. I, I, mm -hmm. I heard about this. They're going to, yes. they're going to cancel the second one. Up and coming on the first one. The up and coming news channel that brings you the news two days late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might as well, you might as, to me, you might as well build on that first one because it's taken off so much. That's ridiculous. Oh, I think it's Steam the smartest recently, idea. So. Like that, yeah. that's a very consumer friendly idea. You know, the game's five bucks. I don't know if they're making it they're charging more like if they do like a season they are adding more as a dlc sure i'd pay another five bucks i feel i've gotten enough hours out of it where five bucks is very well spent i feel like they'll just and add free little packs of like hats well. and pets and stuff and offset it with yeah that. yeah yeah that's, that's what they i mean they can add more of those the pets cost three dollars and i'm tempted to buy one just to support the game at this mm. point yeah okay. the, the the concept and the idea is like it's truly incredible you know when you think about it like it's really incredible because it's like yo there's always somebody here that's that's you and you never know who it is you have like little trap areas to where like you can kill somebody then like hide then somebody else finds the body then they get suspicious when it starts like the mind games that go on in that type of uh titles very interesting so uh looking forward to it looking forward to seeing what they do next with that uh just played more mario kart uh, that was really it didn't really i didn't get a chance to pick up uh, mafia when i go to walmart i'll probably pick it up when i go to walmart if i see it i just if i remember I'll pick up <laughs> if I remember. I'll pick up Mafia, but I haven't been to Walmart this week, so so yeah. So I'll, I'll pick up that. Uh, yeah, like I said, just hyped about uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors: uh, Age of Calamity. So just looking forward to playing that. Nice, yeah. Nice. What about Jordan? Let us. Uh, I would have played Mafia if I would have remembered it came out, but I'm gonna go pick <laughs> that up. Um, hopefully this weekend then. Uh, but uh, I've been playing more Judgment, getting further in that. Gears that of War? Is, no, the the oh. good, the real Judgment um yeah it, that, that's fantastic and then a lot of among us a lot of among us i showed you this jordan before right mm -hmm. i opened this up right this is the mafia definitive edition right yeah you open it up there's actually something in the spot where there would be a booklet they actually put something in there it's not just blank i know right? it, obviously 2010 again this is crazy <laughs> but what what is that actually though it's a, it's a map it's a, full, it's a full post i thought it was a map at first is uh, one side a map I think it is just a. I think it's just a poster. I was a little surprised to see they put anything in there because it's a cheaper game. You know, it's well, the game's a lot more game. linear, right? So it doesn't really need a map. I guess. Yeah, it's a, just a poster. But I mean, it's something. Something's better than nothing. Yeah. yeah I gotta get on that. Go to Walmart yep. if they have it for thirty-two, 32 bucks. Thirty-two bucks is a good price. That's man. a good price. Yeah. But yeah. Among Us is all I've been playing really with friends. It's a Not good game, thing, man. It's, it is it's so kind of good. It's addictive because you play one game, you're like, oh, man, that happened. I'm going to try to get this person back or whatever the case is, but they might be on your team or you might be my, imposters with them. And you're like, oh, my man, favorite I work thing together. <laughs> I, I do pretty well as imposter, surprisingly. And uh, my favorite moment was being the imposter and then John watching me kill someone and then me convincing everyone <laughs> that he was the one who killed that person. And it was a really fun time. And then we immediately lost after that. Yep. It's a good time. Uh, I love it. Uh, Can't wait for the updates. What about what about Nate? Uh, I've been playing Yeats Origins on Switch. Comes when out next that, week. Uh, uh, when did that drop? I wanted to grab that too because I really liked that on the. Uh, I played it on the Xbox. I think most recently that was like mo last year. Maybe it was. It might yeah, be it came out last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that game. So that, that fits perfectly on the Switch. You, you liking it, or can you not talk about it yet? Can't talk about it yet. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's it's what you played on the Xbox. It's a great game. Uh, beyond that, I just keep playing Ori, Will of the Wisps on Switch. 
also a good pickup there too yeah everyone should play ease origins though when it drops that is a that is a that is a great value i think it's like 20 bucks too i got a question about that uh the ori well there there's there's a special edition that has both games right that's like 150 but then they're coming out individually as physical games at the end of the year is that correct that's what that's i believe that's what i am a bit said yeah yeah I am maybe it's going to do individual retail releases of the games and they're going to have a collector's edition that has both physical copies, but they will be available at like Best Buys and stuff after okay. December. Do you okay, think, cool, cool. where do you think, you think Ori's just going to, where do you think Ori's going to fit in at the game, at the game of the year awards, like the game awards, where do you think uh, it's going to fit in? It should be nominated. It you definitely think it's going to get nominated nominate. for game of the year. I don't, I don't know yeah. if it will. It could it be the Celeste. It. It, it could like remember how yeah, Celeste was not, it, it could be like the Celeste of this. I year, mean, it know? is it is a really good game, but I know how like like you know people put the, like the they'll take that and put it next to like Last of Us or like Ghosts or Tsushima and all of these other games that are you know yeah. graphically big games, right? And that's what happened to Celeste. Celeste was a phenomenal game, uh, but then you put it next to some of the competition. You're like, oh, people would were like, what's this doing here? But like Ori is a legitimately good game. It like, is a really game. good game. It probably would have gotten for it would have been forgotten had it not just come out for the Switch now in you know September because it mm. came out earlier this year and then it has some technical issues they got patched but now that you have that re-release coming out so close to the end of the year it's back in people's minds people are revisiting it and then if you have the 120 frames a second patch for the Series X before the end of the year it might put another round in the minds of you know the judges and say wait a minute this game was actually fantastic we have to at least nominate it at worst maybe it wins you know switch game of the year if you know it's not like unless animal crossing wins that or you know 3d all-stars or age of calamity yeah. but will of the wisp will get some sort of recognition it it's soundtrack right like it'll, it'll, it'll definitely yeah. win uh best art direction yes i could see that yeah yeah but i think music wise it, it could it could be up there for that too yeah, I can't really think of any other game this year that had an outstanding soundtrack, unless you want to include something like uh, Vici Encore for the Switch that came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, dude, the soundtrack on Ori hits hard. as a hard-hitting it soundtrack. It's, uh, it's probably Gareth's Coker's one of his best, and next year he has another game where he's composed with Halo Infinite, so he's going to have a couple of great years of powerful soundtracks coming up. Yeah. Nice, very good. Yeah, that was a Salo one. Uh, saw it mentioned in chat from his seven remake. That is another really good soundtrack as well. Better ending song than what was in Death Stranding. Yeah, I said it, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's everyone, right? Evan, we got Discord question over there. Uh, yeah, we can do. We'll do this one. Metal Gear Solid question of the week. Uh, if a co- <laughs> if a collection comes to the Switch of one through four, will four be able to be have it the visual fidelity that it had on the PlayStation Three, or oh, do we think there's any problems tough. with it? Because that that game was built completely around that cell processor. Yeah. Oh man, that's tough. I feel like you need a. a I would say more powerful system than. Oh, that's that's really tough. I think you need something on the level of at least PS4 to probably pull that thing off. Mm, that would be tough because one through three is a given. I don't I don't think four would would come to the switch. Uh, that, that's that's tough. That's that's annoying because we see it now on PCs being emulated, but like to play it on PC, you need a pretty good one just to be able to emulate it correctly. And then they I don't know if they'd want to take the time to like do all kinds of work to port it and do everything. Uh, that's tough. Mm. 
Metal Gear Solid 4 isn't coming to anything else. They really had messed that thing up, man, locking that, that cell. It, it, was, it was built completely around the PS3, like, completely. Like, the game was ridiculous. Like, they're sitting there, like, 20-minute installs in between, like, <laughs> and stuff. Like, I mean, it I was cool that. because, like, it was good because, like, you can take a break because you want to play straight. Th- I mean, I literally played straight through that game. You know, like, I didn't, I beat it in one sitting. But like at the same time, man, like it's it's a ridiculous game. They put a that was built. They put a patch in. I remember later on that made it so you can just do with the the entire install in the beginning. But yeah, mm. when it first came out, it would yeah. go to the scene where he was smoking for like yeah. fifteen minutes, and you're just sitting there like this, you're just sitting there like the visuals are ridiculous right yeah, now. I, like, make, I, would, I would go make a sandwich. I thought it was a good <laughs> thing. I was like, yo, this is actually a good implementation of a loading screen. I'm like, I would go make a sandwich, relax, because the game was so intense, you know? Yeah. Like, it had top of the line at the time, top of the line visuals. The story was intense. Like, everything, you really felt connected to it. So to me, it, it didn't bother me then at the, at the time. I'm thinking if you can at least do... A collection of one through three most people will be all right with that i think yep. most people understand that four is is in the situation it's in because they built it around that cell processor so give us throw in, three throw in the games. msx games too no do one through three in peace walker and we're good we'll call it so you could throw in the msx games are like uh, probably 100 kilobytes <laughs> yeah whatever throw those in too we'll just, we'll just put them all in that's fine um did we have another discord question evan what are we going into first because we got like three of we're the going Microsoft into questions. xbox and bethesda i can introduce that now and then go into it for the all right the so next questions we'll do this one with all the purchases of the studios that microsoft's been through when do we think they're gonna break even like in what they make from those purchases like <laughs> probably like 10 years Ten? you think only <laughs> it, 10 it depends on how fast they grow game pass i, I would say but let's uh let's let's go let's go over to the news Xbox site that said welcoming the talented teams and beloved game fri- franchises of Bethesda to Xbox. Uh, oh, this is on Monday Monday morning, just like out of nowhere, Phil Spencer drops some info. Although it seemed that people were being alerted to this ahead of time, and there was some rumbling super early in the morning that something was about to happen, and then Phil Spencer drops the news that Microsoft had acquired Zenimax, which of course parent company to bethesda that also means zenimax online which is like the the elder scrolls online uh dishonored wolfenstein the elder scrolls fallout doom starfield the evil within prey and uh, an obscene amount of studios all in one purchase for the the lump sum of 7.5 billion dollars apparently it's all cash there's no stock involved from what i'm seeing change (laughs) uh but now i mean microsoft owns doom now they own Elder Scrolls. They own Starfield. Starfield's not out yet, but like it's clearly shaping up to be a massive game. Tango Gameworks. So they had they did get their their Japanese studio. Uh, they 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 made a a lot of uh, a lot of acquisitions all in one purchase. But it seemed to hit the internet pretty hard. Everyone started freaking out there. What did you guys think of this purchase right here? Because there there's a lot to go over with it. Can I can I go real quick before Rand? Because I know Rand has some stuff to say, but I I gotta say something on this. There is a lot of hypocritical nonsense that I'm seeing. That I'm seeing. <laughs> what, what happened? Call him out. I know. I know who you are talking. I'm not calling about. out anybody. Call him out. A lo- there's a lot of hypocritical nonsense. Just a few days before, a week before Final Fantasy 16, even despite all the other games being on so many platforms 
gets on PlayStation. Everyone, oh, yeah, okay, PlayStation. Now Microsoft jump kicks the hell out of everybody. It's okay, you want to do that? And they, they, you know, somebody punches you. They freaking knock you out. Then you get mad and say, that's not fair for the industry. I'm kind of tired of that because we've been seeing this before. And I just don't like the hypocritical, like, it's it's okay for Sony to get Final Fantasy because they've always been with it. It's okay for them to purchase exclusives when 15 and with many other games being on all these different platforms. But when Microsoft says, okay, well, we're going to go a step further, all of a sudden this is a problem. It's bad for the industry. And I was like, nah, nah, fam. You know, like, let's, let's be fair about it. I just wanted to point that out. Outside of that, I mean, like, it's a cool acquisition for Microsoft, obviously. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I don't want to hear any hypocritical stuff anymore, man. Because that, that was a little anno- that was a little <laughs> annoying because they're praising Final Fantasy. Oh, but this is a problem. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little it's confused because they they made they made uh, Bethesda games a lot cheaper for people, like all of a sudden, because they're going in the Game Pass. And look, we we know what happens with some of these Fallout games and Elder Scrolls games when they come out and they're super glitchy. Like I, I can just download it on Game Pass and just see how bad the the jankiness of it is now. So that that's kind of cool. But uh, it's Rand, like, oh sorry. Uh, go, go actually, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Rand, Rand is I'll, gearing up here. I know he is. You can. I feel can like Rand is going to talk for a very long time. So maybe we should all go and then the expert. We're gonna we're gonna jump to different parts <laughs> of this because we have to go over the exclusivity uh, things that's that can true. take place here. Uh, what what how they're gonna go about strategy with Game Pass and money. There's a lot of things here. So just honestly, I, I I I love things like this because it it just proves the one thing that I always say: the video game industry is a business. And companies make business decisions. And this is a business decision. Whether you like the decision or not, that's that's a moot point. It's a, it's a business decision. And it's a smart business decision for Microsoft to do. Because let's be real, you know, um, with the Xbox Series X, you know, I feel like they lost a little bit of, you know, good standing with people with things like, you know, the Halo Infinite situation and, you know, um, making the games work across all platforms so you know sony was looking better in that limelight but then sony started looking just so scummy with their whole thing like oh yeah by the way spider-man miles morales on ps4 check it out and then that whole the whole (laughs) stupid ass thing where it's like oh you want spider-man remastered on your playstation 5 well there's like seven different ways to get it but you got to do this and it's like holy shit it's just so complicated and then microsoft just comes along and simplifies says hey we bought this big ass studio with all these ips so i thought it was a great thing you know it, it, what it breeds is it breeds competition competition makes companies stronger and it makes them have to reevaluate things when you when you're at the top too long you become stagnant and you you have to pivot you have to have someone nipping on your heels to keep your momentum going i feel so great great decision i loved it okay what uh would you would you think rand i mean it was a completely shocking announcement uh i had heard the night before something was going to be announced on monday but i had no clue what and the guy who told me didn't know either so i was sitting there just waiting and i was thought to myself oh what could it be I thought maybe Microsoft might lift a free-to-play paywall, you know, for Xbox Live Gold, make so you could play Fortnite and stuff for free. I think that'd be a good announcement for them. Like they need to do that at some I'm point. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. That yeah, I think it would probably. T- I think it's time to Halo Infinite, and since it was delayed, they'll probably wait till till next year. But no, then it, then the news came across like they bought Zenimax. Wait, they own Doom and Elder Scrolls, like. People have been saying for a long time, and I'm sure everybody on this panel would agree, that the weakest link about Microsoft and Xbox is undoubtedly their first party. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the same quality of games as PlayStation or Nintendo. 
And Microsoft, you know, Phil Spencer, Microsoft, they've been trying to fix it. They bought a whole, they bought a whole bunch of studios two years ago. They went from seven to fifteen, and even still, that wasn't necessarily enough to get um, like the critical mass that they want for for being the Netflix of gaming. Like they talked about having a AAA release like every quarter, um, but now they have twenty three studios, and they own some of the biggest IPs in all of gaming. So it's like, man, their their first party's really set here, like. When in a couple of years, when Avowed and Fable all start coming out in Forza Motorsport, then you add the Bethesda titles on top of it, it's going to just be a you know a stream of games constantly coming to the Xbox platform, PC, Game Pass, and XCloud. And like, I don't think anybody can say anymore that Microsoft isn't all in on gaming because there was that kind of sentiment, like ah, they're they're not really in, you know. But when you're dropping seven point five billion. It basically it's like proves that no, like Microsoft is completely in. Uh, Phil, you know Satya Nadella, he's got Phil Spencer's back. You know Phil had a plan, and everything's kind of coming into uh, focus of what they want to do. And did this energize people, man? Like dropping the announcement the day before pre-orders, stroke of genius. Oh, well, right. Well, you just you just mentioned something there, and I'm, I got to go back to Sean. I got to go back to Sean on this one, Sean. Yes. You just said you really liked the acquisition. You like the move. That was that was Phil Spencer's move, Sean. I mean, uh, but see, we haven't. I, I like the move, but we have. But no, stop it. We haven't <laughs> talked about. We have not talked about the fact that this isn't necessarily new for Microsoft to acquire studios, and I mean, because let's be realistic. The last time an acquisition this big occurred, at least in my mind at least that comes to mind for me, it would be Microsoft purchasing rare. And of course they did fuck all with rare. So I I would say Microsoft purchasing Minecraft and Mojang. That was two, that was was 2.5 billion. Yeah. I I mean more industry wide impact though, uh, because Minecraft, Minecraft is it's its own entity. It was already out on everything. It's not like Minecraft two is going to come out anytime soon. Whereas with rare, you know, you have this massive company with this massive IPs that people loved, especially, especially at the time of the acquisition, and then they did fuck all with them. But that's sort of a, a different subject for a different day. Yeah, I, yeah, I would give, the caveat I would, being with Rare is that it was only a big deal because they were a Nintendo exclusive company. Had they been a multi-platform company who was just kind of churning out okay games here and there it wouldn't have been that big of a deal it was that it went from nintendo to microsoft's control that's the only reason that was a big deal no it was a big deal because they made arguably the best games on the n64 they made two well they made they made banjo and they made they made banjo conquer and they made perfect dark those were like their they games. also made Gemini, but that's that, that was, was lower a, than that first that was good. A good game though. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was good, but like the, in terms of like the what got rare to be like everyone saying, "Oh my god, it was Banjo, it was Conquer, and it was Perfect Dark." Those were like the game, and go, obviously Golden I really don't think you could compare the two. To be honest, different Microsoft, different Xbox, different styles of management. I mean, you, you, right. like all the different studios now basically say they're completely hands off. Like Matt Booty will just ask like, Hey, what do you guys need? Okay. Make what you want. Whereas before Microsoft was very hands-on and I think to the detriment of some of those companies. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks that rare went through that, but I mean, they seem to be doing pretty good now. Yeah. Look at Sea of Thieves. I understand. Wait, wait, I I, I, I want to go back to something here. What what is this disrespect 
for rare on the N64. Killer Instinct Gold, Blast Cores, GoldenEye 007, Diddy, Diddy Kong Racing, no, Banjo-Kazooie, Jet Force Gemini, Donkey Kong 64, Mickey's uh, the Mickey Racing game, Mickey Speedway. <laughs> that was a good-ass cart game. That's a good-ass cart game. Play it. It still holds up well today. Perfect Dark, Banjo-Tooie, Conker's Bad Fur Day. This, this, we need to stop that, that, that would have been done in like, that would have been done in like five years or so, right? All of those games would have been yeah, done in like five years. The thing with Rare, Rare's downfall began under Nintendo. Star Fox Adventures, Cameo. It wasn't like they all of a sudden came out of the Microsoft. Star Fox Adventures was a great game. Star Fox Adventures was a great game. It's not oh, a great Star Fox game. And Star Fox and who's, hugely who's, positive light. Who's fault it's a mediocre Zelda game. Whose fault is it that it became a Star Fox game? Is it Rare's fault? No, Nintendo! It was Dinosaur Planet. So you wait, were you really out here? Oh, blame, you wait, you really out here? Are you blaming Nintendo for Rare being booty with Microsoft? Is that what's Rare was already in the transition of being coming that mediocre company? Oh man, they were making cameo. Cameo wasn't good. They were making grabbed by the ghoulies. These were GameCube games. Microsoft didn't destroy Rare. Rare was already imploding. So can we? So okay. So they're doing Everwild right now, right? So if Everwild's good. And Sea of Thieves has taken over Twitch. Would you say that they're back then, Sean? The hell, no. I'm like not Sean, but no. If ever while, <laughs> hell no, not compared to what Sean does. Rare's never gonna be the old. Never gonna be the old rare. Exactly. Kind of like the... the thing about Rare is yeah. it's it's really a name right now. Obviously, the people that were there making the Super Nintendo, making the N sixty four games, aren't there anymore, and th and that's fine. But I don't necessarily hate Rare anymore. I just wish that IPs that they that they did and worked on would would come back because I think there's they're they're really good IPs that you could do a lot of different things with. But it seems like Microsoft and Rare just has them working on sort of different things. And maybe that's by design. Maybe that's what Rare wants to do. And if it is, I respect that. But I could still miss the IPs and whatnot. Mm, so you want the IPs to come back? That's the best yeah, I mean, I think you could do a lot with them, especially in this renaissance of, of 3D platformers where, you know, everyone seems to love 3D platformers again. So why not try something, you know, like Banjo? Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, we've been saying that for a while. So it's, it's probably not. I don't know when it's happening again, but I thought Nintendo set them up really well with that Smash reveal and it just never happened. So. Who's to say they're not yeah. working on it right now? It's just not you, ready you say it reveal. all the time, Nate. You say it all the time. Games take years to make. And hey, I just heard people were disrespecting Nate, Rare under Microsoft. Rare made Viva Pinata, and I'll be damned if oh. people hate on Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata is pretty good. But I thought, <laughs> I that, thought one that, the that, how, how, that game came out in what, 2006? That's past. I thought their demise into mediocrity Five happened years under after. Nintendo Tutelage. Once so how could they make such a great freedom to explore that. beyond Nintendo's confines of forcing them to make they, crappy games like Grab by the Ghoulies? They were re they rebounded, Sean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they rebounded they're right they're, they're they're in their own and then right afterwards. It was it was a roller coaster. <laughs> They went yeah, through a bad time. They went through like the Disney era where they made a lot of shit. Then well, they Sean, hit their 90s stride of goodness again. Sean, you said and now the, they're lost. What, you said, what shit? Sean, you said you said the, the you like you really like the uh you really like the ex developers at, or you're like the developers at Rare, right? They're working back during like the mid to late nineties. I think they had a good thing going, yes. Did you like ukulele? <laughs> I thought it was it was decent for what it was. Uh, this is a bunch of ex rare developers that you liked. 
I know. Okay. I know who made the game. I'm are not we sure. Are we sure it's maybe they were just losing it there? Maybe they just had that golden age of like five years where they just had good game after good game on the 64. And then like the PS2 and we're talking about Bethesda guys. Yeah, we're talking about Bethesda. Bethesda Microsoft. Yeah, we're talking about Bethesda Microsoft. This guy, that conversation was OD though. I like it. it so all right, all right. So they they buy they buy Bethesda Zenimax 7.5 billion. Jordan, what was your yeah. reaction to this? Uh, I thought it was probably one of the smartest business deals uh, I've seen in a long time. And I think it's something Xbox desperately needed uh, to, to really push them ahead right now. I think they took a big blow in Halo, you know, with the whole incident there and that being kind of pushed back. So doing something like this, even though it's no immediate effects, like, oh, there's a new Bethesda game day one, you know, it, it's it's a good enough reason to say, okay, all the whatever you're excited for from Bethesda, whatever future games, aside from any deals that they're letting still happen, they're going to be on Xbox and on Games Pass. So that that and day before the pre-orders, besides that being a mess, you know, that that is a, it's, a, it's a good selling point for sure. Yeah, definitely. It definitely drove some pre-orders there the next day. But seven point five billion. They got to make that money up tomorrow. Right. So what happens with these games? Are they um, are these games going to be exclusive now going forward? We talking Starfield, talking Elder Scrolls Six, we talking Next Doom. Too soon to say. You we don't make it a deal right now. It's not. It's not, not too, too soon to say they are all going to be exclusive to Xbox. That is not too soon to say, my Ooh. my friend. I agree. I agree with Rand. I think in the immediate future, you're going to see the multi-plat stuff. Um, obviously, you know, games like Deathloop or PlayStation 5 console exclusives or whatever right now, all the deals that are already made are going to go on and be made. I think in two, three years, you're going to start seeing uh, Xbox exclu- exclusivity with these games. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Starfield's going to be an Xbox and PC Game Pass X Cloud only game. I don't think it's going to be on the PS5. Yo, here's the thing though. They didn't I mean, make like, any deals, did they? So no. Why would Mike? People are saying, "Oh, everything's gonna be the same." Why would Microsoft lose out on the money? Of it's like it's not about that. If the Xbox Series X can take off in sales, why are you gonna sit there and put Starfield on the PS5? Like in three years from now, or whenever it starts, like why would you? Or even if you're talking about it right, right right now, like why would you sit there and spend those resources on that? Just put it into Mike. Just put it into your your own system. Like I don't understand why everyone's saying, "Nope, they have to because of money." It's like. Microsoft has so much money. They don't, they're not worried about that. They need to yeah. make sure that this system sells. You know what I'm saying? Like, this system has legit exclusives. Everyone always said, like Ram was talking about, Microsoft has no exclusives, right? They don't have good enough games. Don't cry now. Now they got they, they got stuff. Don't talk about, oh, it needs to be multi-platform. No, it's, it's their studios now. So they do what the hell they want to. So, no, it, it needs, in my opinion, I think it would be a bad idea from their business perspective to sit right. there and say, we're going to make it on PlayStation. Why? The, is God of War yeah. coming to, to, to Xbox? No. Oh, man like <laughs> yeah i think i think that what people forget is that if they take let's say starfield and they put it on playstation then they're paying sony 30 percent of that cut on the digital store if it's retail they get even less than that so like it's because you get uh, everything you have to go through for a production of the discs and put it in a case and ship it and then the retailer gets 10 bucks on top of that and, and any tax or anything involved it's for them, probably a better idea just to keep it in Game Pass, keep it on the Xbox, and just roll from yeah, there. Even if they did put it on other consoles and, and made it like a, a publishing thing, I would first keep it on their console for a limited time. Like, okay, it's only on Game Pass for a year, and then we'll put it on PlayStation or PC. Well, it'd be on PC anyway. But like, 
however they would disperse it out physically and put it on the PlayStation. I think the funny situation here is obsidian in the in, in this this whole discussion because they've they've spent their uh, their whole studio career right now with microsoft i mean after you know finishing up um the outer worlds you know working on avowed which is basically their elder scrolls like yeah, game as we're time, expecting yeah. and now that they have now that they're back it's like we spent our whole time doing this and then you go and buy the people making the actual games we're trying to make anyway but that's, uh so that's, that's actually that's, that's actually part of the discord question with like microsoft and many others buying all companies up and being like these are our studios i think now. they'll allocate certain things and make them work well, together well but, in interior competition i mean like what well, yeah that, that too yeah forward? well they're gonna they'll compete so, work together, but i think I was going to say, think about this, Jordan, real quick. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, Obsidian was almost bankrupt because they yeah. missed their Metacritic score by one point, right, with mm -hmm. Bethesda for New Vegas. And now they are a sister company to Bethesda, and they potentially could work on New Vegas too. That's right? what I'm saying. I think that's how they're going to mend that, like, awkward wound since they're basically, you know, sister companies. I, I, I do think that there's, a nice, there's enough hype and enough jokes about it that there is actual potential for a New Vegas-like sequel, however they would do oh, it, for them to I, work together. If I'm sitting, I'm just walking to the conference room, put my feet up on the on the table and just say, how you doing there, <laughs> Bethesda? What's up? <laughs> Which, and I mean, us? that'd be the best outcome for everyone, you know? So yeah. I, I would like to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it is interesting to think of the, I guess, the cross-development that can happen between all these studios that just got yeah. picked up and IPs. Sean, uh, you just talked about all those rare IPs that are sitting around, Sean. A bunch of studios just showed up. You can start copy and paste and say, hey, you want to work on this? You want to do this? But why, I mean, why, why do so many people think the games are going to be on PlayStation, though? Something I don't, I don't get. Because if, if the shoe was on the other foot and Sony bought Bethesda, there would be no questions. Everybody would just be like, it's, the games are exclusive. Well, for me, the big thing that right now that hints at the possibility beyond Phil Spencer saying case by case is that some of these games are still being published under the Bethesda Game Studio label, and it's not Xbox Game Studio. Mm. which means to me it's similar to minecraft they're still yeah. leaving it under that core company which means maybe this game could come to other platforms we're not putting it under xbox game studio for a very specific reason because we still want to market it as a bethesda game so i mean we're still talking about games that are two three years away yes and that's where when he says case he's saying case by case because yeah elder scrolls online will remain multi-platform it means microsoft is still kind of exploring and considering what they're going to be doing with these games he can't say no, everything is exclusive because all it takes is one game to go multi-platform makes Phil Spencer a liar. Case by case, it gives them flexibility. Right I now, don't think they did that yeah, with like, Ori, though. Yeah, and that's where like, right now, in no, September that, that's of the I can't say with 100% certainty that everything moving forward in this deal is going to be exclusive to the Xbox PC Game, pay, you know, game Pass xCloud mm -hmm. brand. Now, if we're talking about this in 2022 and we see this you know, this relationship actually develop into something, then the image between, you know, comes clear. Right now, there's a lot of fog. We're not sure of how everything's going to be handled. We're not even sure what type of deals have already been made for some games that may still be unannounced. There's too much uncertainty right now. Like, yes, probably some of these bigger games are going to stay exclusive to Microsoft, especially if they find it as a valuable acquisition to move hardware. Is the next Doom a definite exclusive to just xbox or could it be timed exclusive to xbox come to playstation 5 six months later or the switch six months later i can't dismiss that as a possibility of occurring i mean i think that i think there's a possibility games could go to the switch microsoft and nintendo have a pretty good relationship and that's the publishers there but like when you look at it uh, to me phil's saying case by case basis because they're keeping the pr vague right 
everybody's energized by the announcement. You don't need to also pull out your other ace in the hole, which is these games are exclusive. They'll ne- they'll hold on to that till next year, right? And if you compare like what the the Minecraft announcement when they bought it to this one, right away when they bought Minecraft, Phil was out there assuring everybody, no, 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 it's it's staying yeah. put, it's it's staying put, it's not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. With this stuff, even in his interview today, he's like case by case basis, but we want Xbox to be the best place to play, and we intend to launch it in Game Pass, X Cloud, the console, and then all the other consoles case by case basis, which means Deathloop, it means uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, it means Elder Scrolls Online, potentially um does Zenimax online their next game if it's an mmo it'll probably be on playstation as well um you know the, they, the might doom even, ex- they might make a push for that to be on the switch even like to, yeah, the doom expansions will, will be on there but like everything else like i don't think people realize microsoft's like platform is is built on a long-term strategy and the platforms game pass and xcloud they didn't spend 7.5 billion dollars to give sony 30 percent in all the games they they sell well they, here, here's Here's the thought process on on that. Like, if I'm spending seven point five billion dollars mm-hmm. and I'm making a lot of money doing it and keeping everything on my end and doing some case by case, like all right, a little bit here and there that need to go. If I see potential of saying, okay, this is a year long exclusive on us, but I can now make even more money for all the people who didn't get to play, who won't invest in an Xbox but have a PlayStation, and I can even if I give that thirty percent cut, I can still make X amount more money to pay back that seven point five billion dollars i might be more interested in saying okay we've had doom 3 exclusive for a year fine we'll put it on playstation now that's how i'm thinking mm. if, if i'm spending that kind of money yeah. if there's the potential I mean, to make that back how much how much do you and think Microsoft's worth that we don't know right now because like they're going to look at the metrics if they look at doom eternal and say 70 percent of overall sales were on the playstation are they going to ignore 70 percent of a potential market for a game they're going to try to force those 70% to either buy a console or subscribe to Game Pass on PC or xCloud uh, to do that. Isn't, like, that th- yes. isn't that the strategy, though? Like, when Nintendo did the Wii U and that wasn't doing well, did they, did they then look to the 360 and the PS3 and say, let's try Mario there? Let's see if this works. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't <laughs> see why. Okay, yeah, you have a big... But there wasn't a purchase it. there for that example. Oh, but yeah. But, yeah. You, but you have a big... But even like with Bayonetta, like Bayonetta didn't do the best on Wii U. They didn't care. They didn't put it on... A, they didn't put Bayonetta 2 on other systems. Bayonetta 2, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't do that. So Or if like Fatal Frame, they, they no, own they put it on the Fatel Switch Frame. later on because they could resell it. I feel again. like they would have a hard time explaining why they spent $7.5 billion, especially if the shareholders, and then they go there and say, we're also going to develop for Sony. We're going to go develop these games for Sony as well. I think that'll be harder to describe, whereas they have this long-term plan laid out, and they're a $1.5 trillion company. So like $7.5 billion is not a huge deal for them to invest if they have a plan that's long-term enough to convince. And apparently they had enough to convince. Like Phil Spencer must have laid out a plan and it was good enough and uh i mean when you're worth that kind of money they they could how much buy more. how much did bungie want us uh, allegedly what was that rumor i think that online it was like one and a half billion or it was on twitter but people are kicking around anywhere between one and two billion on twitter and i was like what yeah. let's Why say you- let's say that conversation was real and that was a real number 
then they should have just bought Bungie back. If the, that that compared oh, to how much no, their, you know their, their money is, you I, I, I think they should have hit them with a close number, but not that full. How about number. this one? Watch this, Rand. Who should Microsoft buy for? We'll say let's pretend they can get them for two and a half billion instead of Bungie. Who do you think they should? I buy? mean, if the choice is Bungie or Warner Brothers, they should have bought Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers. More they, studios, yeah. you can license the IPs. You get way more out of it than you do with Bungie. Um, that would that would hit hard if they got Warner Bros. too the interactive. But can you that imagine the announcement really if they said we bought Bungie, they're making the next Halo? I don't think they'll take it away they from three, four, three though, because three four three mm-hmm. is like they're so invested in Halo right now with that new engine. I mean, trust me, Jordan. If they were like, if they're like Bungie's here, they're making Halo. I'll be like, all right, let's. All right, let's I, I, if today. if they made that announcement tomorrow, I'd buy like seven more Xboxes. I'd be so excited. <laughs> Could you if find them now? No, I'd have to wait till next year. Um, but no, that that'd be an amazing announcement. I I, I give three four three. I give them hope. You know, I hope they make the best hail they can make. But their yeah. track record hasn't been the prettiest. So that's true. That's you true. know, the, this there's also like Microsoft could have spent a lot less money to get Bethesda's games day one on Game Pass. Like they didn't have to buy Bethesda to do it. Like we EA plays on Game Pass, right? Yeah. We we've seen a roadmap to get a publisher's games on Game Pass. So they did like they could have went to Bethesda and be like, all your games for the next five years, we want day one. And it would have probably cost them what eight hundred million dollars. They didn't have to spend seven billion. You spend well, seven a- billion because you're gonna only put you're gonna own the content and only put it like in your ecosystem. So you're gonna force people on PlayStation to buy the companion console, the Xbox Series S, designed to sit right next to the PlayStation 5 and to spend a low amount, $299, so so people see, uh, can get there. I, it's it's trust me, that's this is how it's all gonna play out. I could see Elder Scrolls or Starfield being something that could also push people towards like xCloud if they just want the one game and they're like i'll throw 15 bucks at it and i'll just stream it on my computer for a little bit because you don't even like maybe they don't have the best computer either they'd be like i'll just i'll just play through it there and see how it goes uh, that's something else they could push what were we trying to say nate i mean zenimax was looking for a buyer yes. zenimax couldn't zenimax and bethesda could not function the way they were structured any longer they needed someone to come in and that's where it's actually a good deal in broad terms for the industry, Microsoft essentially saved 2,300 employees' jobs. If Microsoft did not come in, ZeniMax and Bethesda would have had to restructure. People would have lost their jobs. Maybe studios would have been shut down. This had to happen for them to maintain what they are and what they appear to be going forward. So it was good for these companies overall. There's just It just seems like there's a lot of uncertainty of how everything is going to play out. We will, I mean, we're going to find out. Let's call this now Starfield. All right, we go around Starfield. Is that going to be on the PS5 or not? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you think, Nate? Not at long. I mean, maybe later, like Jordan says, but I don't I think could it's see... going to be like a long. When that trailer happened, it's being a six is, month. I could be a place exclusive to the Xbox because the game's been announced. We don't know if there was already a deal in place between Sony and Bethesda for that game's release. There were talks. Yeah. A few months ago that Sony was trying to secure Starfield as an exclusive to the PlayStation 5. Mm, would, would they have then released it on the Xbox like a year later too? It should have been a similar deal to Deathloop. <laughs> so it could have been a year. We don't know how far those talks go. We don't know if Microsoft intervened and beat them to that. We don't know what type of deal was made for that game's release on the PlayStation 5 or if something already exists. So I could see that being a timed exclusive to the Xbox. Let's huh. say there was no deal in place. Would that game come to the PlayStation 5? 
The pen, I would say. Fuck you! Fuck you! Nate, I'd be stoned. Like 2022, early 2023, then maybe it remains Xbox exclusive. If we're talking about maybe late 2021, I could still see it going multi-platform. Okay. Nate, here's here's the thing. So, like, it's going to be incredibly hard for Microsoft to tell people what's exclusive and what's not when, like, we would both agree Halo 5 is not going to be on... Uh, PlayStation 5 or Hellblade 2 or Avowed or any of the other games and then Microsoft would be fielding all these questions about the Bethesda games if you recall back in April because I pulled this up in my video today Phil Spencer basically said they were done putting games to Switch because he didn't like the rumors that would pop up for every one of their games uh, if it was coming to Switch or not and he felt it was uh, he wanted to set the expectations that their games going forward would be on Xbox and PC and I think would be incredibly weird for them where half their games are exclusive to Xbox, but then the other half maybe aren't. That's why I'm thinking that pretty much all of them will be exclusive to the Xbox platform. I like it's just Halo easier that way. Switch. That was a good rumor. Halo on the switch. Um, you never like know. That, that, might, that might still happen. <laughs> I but like that one. See, going back to like Phil Spencer's statement there, I think that's why we saw I am 8-bit publish Ori and Will of the Wisps, and it's not Xbox Game Studios. Xbox actually removed themselves from that publishing deal, made it I am 8-bit, so they, they kind of separated themselves from the expectation of, oh, Microsoft is going to publish games on Switch. Like, now we're indirectly supporting the Switch. So if there is future Switch support, I would expect a in the, like an external publisher to play that like intermediate in it. And that's where that's still the thing of where they say games are going to be published under the Bethesda label still kind of just says to me, we cannot say with 100% certainty in September of 2020 that a game like Starfield will be Xbox Game Pass X Cloud exclusive right now. In six months, we can revisit this and maybe mm-hmm. it has changed. But at this point in time, I can't say that with no, you know, with no question. Do you but you don't you don't you don't think that. Like them keeping the Bethesda publishing label around is basically because they don't want to fire anybody because if they were going to fold it into Xbox publishing, they don't need all those people because they would have a publishing arm and a marketing arm. So keeping Bethesda as is, is basically to keep all the jobs uh, that are there. That's more how I look at it. Is that, that's just, just... yeah, but couldn't you just kind of absorb them and, well, re- okay, let me, let me, and rename the office. You'd have a lot of redundant jobs then. Let you? me ask you this. At the end of the day, who owns Bethesda now? Microsoft. And who who would who who would Bethesda be like taking their orders from? It'd be Phil. So if Phil t- says he wants the games exclusive, then they're gonna be exclusive, right? Or if he wants them on PlayStation, they'll be on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically up to Phil. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, I mean, we wouldn't find out. Starfield's probably not even coming out till. Do we even think it's next year? Or I think it's 2022. There was a rumor it was next year, but with COVID, it's probably 2022. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jordan? Wait, let's say something over there. I don't know. We we all all we have is what a title screen, that little video. Like yeah, there's a screenshot know. that leaked out apparently today as well, but that's a screenshot from 2018. From and what we saw what that did for Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just isn't the I demo for that coming so out farther out. I think the demo was August, Sean. Oh, okay, I missed it for Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, it was pretty oh, good. It was pretty good. I missed sure. it. Dang it! 
uh, yeah, it's it. We'll know, I guess, when we see that Starfield, that first Starfield trailer, we'll see what what logos pop up at the end for systems. Uh, Evan, we have a Discord question over there. Two more related to Xbox. Uh, okay. Xbox's chances in Japan with the whole it sold out there. Well, they sold a hundred oh, of them, so yeah. they're off and running. Yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah, that, you that made was a good the video numbers. on that. So. They did it. That's, they did it. Actually, they had they had a lot of stock for the Japan this time. They, way uh, way more than you would think. Really? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I well, here's the good news. Yeah, we but would we're thinking a hundred, so what's way more? Than well, that? Uh, <laughs> around the around as many as they sold for Xbox Ones to sold Gen already. Well, a hundred thousand. I didn't, I didn't say it was that number. I was saying it was. Oh, I was gonna say because that's uh, that's what they've sold. They've sold one hundred and twelve thousand, I think, over six years in Japan because they launched ten months late in Japan. Uh, that if they sold a hundred thousand at pre-orders, that would actually be quite surprising. If they sold, I would be surprised if they sold ten thousand. If they sold ten thousand, I'd be shocked in Japan. Uh, but I mean, they did that price drop on the Series S just before it went live. I. That I don't 15 know. bucks really makes the deal sweet. You know? uh, I mean, it's, it, I guess. I, 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 I have to see those numbers. Expensive. I have to see mm-hmm. those. Here's the, here's the good news. We will actually see numbers because Famitsu will publish the numbers. So at uh, what, November, it's going to be a worldwide launch. So they won't mess it up like they did on the Xbox One. It's all coming out right, same here, day. Here's what's going to happen. I got a lot of flack on some of the pages are saying this, but it's because I've been looking at Japanese sales since 2012, guys. I've literally covered every single one back when it was Media Create all the way up until this point. It's going to spike up like high in terms of, well, not high, but it's going to spike up. You're going to be like, oh, wow, there's some momentum. And then it's going to drop off the face of the earth. That's we should get really the numbers for, for uh, Xbox One's first week. We should see if we can find those while we're on the podcast. Xbox One's first week in Media did, Create. I think it did 50,000. Okay. Wow, that's half the wow, that's like half of what they did like I think I gotta there. double check though. I might be wrong on that. But um yeah, I mean they're selling like obviously they're selling like thirty units or something like that, not at this point. A lot of people yeah. see it as like a Blu-ray player, you know. There. Even like the even like the PlayStation 4 drop, because everyone's just like waiting for PS5 and I guess they're waiting for Series S and Series X too. It's interesting though, like I said, I think I talked about this before, but even if you look at it, the People are saying that, oh, they're waiting for PS5 in Japan. That's the reason why their sales are so bad. But that might not necessarily be the case, because if you look at like the PS3 compared to the PS4, that had the PS3 had way more sales leading into the PS4 and even mm. post PS4. It, the PS3 was actually selling sometimes 30,000 units, 40,000 units a week, even after PS4 launched. This is the lowest that it's ever been from a transition since they started tracking the sales. So it's ridiculously lower than the transition from last generation. So I'm not so sure about that. I think that the shift in Japan is definitely changing from consoles big boxes that sit there i think it's not even definitely it is it's changed to mobile smartphone switch gaming like it's not the same thing from the numbers that i'm looking at at least i would expect the ps4 especially because it got games this year it got you know it got final fantasy 7 remake yeah you know it got ghost of tsushima it got last of us which those games do decently in japan especially ff7 ghosted pretty well too yeah yeah ghosted well too but it's not like it's really pushing stuff as much as like the late gen ps3 games push Mm -hmm. the system even into the ps4 launch so i'm not so sure about that to be honest based off of each weekly sales it's it's drastically larger for the ps3 heading into the ps4 gen i wonder if the size of the ps5 is uh what it would have would affect that market as well because i i know a lot of people will talk about how in japan they like portable systems and their systems with lower like smaller Small. friends those kind of things so i do wonder because the ps5 is the largest console we've ever seen so uh, i'll be so curious to see how that 
yeah, I'll be curious to see how that affects uh, just overall sales initially. But like I said, we'll get numbers, so we'll know. Here's the good news. I don't think it could do any worse than what the Xbox One did. I, I actually think it's impossible. Uh, they yeah, have to do some amazing it. stuff to do worse. <laughs> I just saw the number for the first week in the Japanese market for Xbox One. It sold 23,562 units. Yeah, I, yeah, I think okay, it's I, I think it's I think it's impossible for them to do worse. I mean, yeah. uh, dude, 110,000 units over six years is... You never know. That's pretty bad. And they don't got Final <laughs> Fantasy this time. That's they don't have Final Fantasy. They don't have Final Fantasy this time. And well, and the problem too with the Xbox in Japan, even though it was like there was games that were multi-platform, right? Like Monster Hunter, Final Fantasy 15, those games were not marketed as X even being available on Xbox. You, you know? know what I'm gonna you know what they should do? I'm gonna tell them right now. This is free, Phil. Put Minecraft on the box. Minecraft is big in Japan. Yeah. Put, do that. Put Minecraft yeah, on the box. Something. At least help. Put Minecraft yeah, with every switch. console. Put Minecraft yeah. on the box and promote crossplay or crossplay and uh, cross progression. But but Spawn, what about what about them buying Sega though? The internet told me so Wait this week. Remember? I, I saw I saw a thumbnail with Sean that said Sega. <laughs> Did you watch the video? I watched the no. video. I, I said it was hog shit. I said it was stupid. You told me it was coming with a Knights AAA game. No, I didn't. <laughs> we, are getting, we are getting you our Knights baiting bastard. We are getting our AAA Knights game. Dude, next you should have put Knights in the thumbnail, dude. Dude, I that would have. <laughs> uh, yeah, the second will be off all their own. Uh, Microsoft, like I said, the better purchase for them would be. I think WB is is the one that makes the most sense, Rand. I think you're right on that. Yeah, and the CEO did say that they're going to continue to explore and buy studios. Yep. So it makes I me wonder if. Uh... Sony's gonna looking for stuff, you know, or um, Sony Amazon, just to, Sony just, Yeah, that's the problem. Amazon and Google are looking too. So I, I think Sony just needs to lock up Bluepoint, and uh, I think they're good after that. I think Sony has a little bigger vision in mind. Hmm. What's that? Oh, you think they have a different studio lined up? Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. No, Nobody's gonna buy platinum. Nobody's gonna buy platinum. Who do you think they're gonna buy, Nate? I don't know. I think it'll be a Western company, though. Well, hold on. You felt you sounded real confident a minute ago. What yeah, he that? sounded like he knew some inside info. Not like we're building no, up to a reveal. No, no. But no, Sony. Sony's definitely looking. They are interested in purchasing studios, and I think it'll be a Western-based company if they do decide to pull the trigger. Mm, Nate's doing that thing where okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right, we'll keep an eye on Sony. Acquisitions can fall apart at any time. There's always there's always conversations going on. That's a good point. I can. Okay. Uh, we got another Discord question, Evan. Uh, we have a guy looking forward to getting his Series X when it drops. He's looking to upgrade his monitor 32 inches. Should he get 4K60 or 1440 at 144 hertz? Oh, that's a good question because frame rate, that high frame rate is he's, pretty good. He says he's not a competitive person. So honestly, 4K60 sounds like the way to go. Fun, then, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but like we're going to get 120 now. We're starting to see 120 frames out of these systems. Both of them are going to do it. I bet you Gran Turismo will probably do it as well. And we'll see it from, I bet, the new Forza. Ah, 120 is really good, though. You know what? I would say 4K60, though, if you're not looking for, like, competitive shooters or anything like that. Yeah, 4K60 is probably better if it's within the budget. Uh, but, you know, look around. See if you can get a 4K60 HDR monitor or something. Absolutely. Uh, do we have any other Discord questions related to that, Evan, before I go to the Super Chats? Uh, I think we're out of the Xbox ones, yeah. 
Okay, we'll go to the super chats now. We'll talk a little bit about Tokyo Game Show. I I was looking around and I, I don't know if a ton did a lot of stuff happen at Tokyo Game Show. Other no, than it, the- it, it, I, I watched most of it. It was a it was a bust until essentially like you had the Resident Evil stuff, which was expected. It looks cool, but nothing too crazy from there. That really wasn't just- a great presentation for Resident Evil Eight. Okay. It was, no, it wasn't. I mean, it, it looks cool, but they it, didn't it wasn't show us anything new. There yeah, was nothing. Okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's Sega did not. Sega Atlas did nothing. There was a virtual oh, fighter. Was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there was a yeah. virtual. It looks like there's going to be a virtual fighter game tie-in with esports. I mean, there was that. Like the, the coolest stuff was probably what the Zelda stuff today, yeah, and then yesterday today. the Near stuff. Yeah, okay. Near was the, the the problem with the Near stuff is there was barely any gameplay. Like it was, yeah. they were just essentially talking way too fast. Um, the, they announced the a giant statue. They announced a giant that. statue of Two B's butt, which was for those who like that. That's cool. Um, and yeah, they announced like a special. Like they announced the release date, which is cool. The game, the game looks dope. They had Todasan uh, out there, you know, so that was cool. But like today was the best day because you had expanded gameplay of Monster Hunter Rise. You had Hyrule Warriors. Um, and then you also had like a little bit more stuff with from Capcom. Yeah, Hyrule Warriors. It looks it's looking really good. The story stuff looks looks. Yeah. Oh, really and Atelier, Atelier Ryza was also today, okay. and they added a PS5. They added a PS5 version of Atelier Ryza, which is that that's the best selling Atelier game. That game's really good, um, really good combat mechanics. So they added a PS5 version. So that was pretty cool. Oh, and we did see uh, we did see Metal Gear Solid One and Two go to Gog. One and two on PC. It is the bare minimum as we expected from Konami, but it is there. They did preserve it because originally you couldn't get it. So Metal Gear Solid 1, how you doing, Click? Oh, hey. Hi, Clicky. Have you? Hi, guys. Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 is on PC. Miss Click, that means Metal Gear Solid 1, you can officially play it on stream on your PC. I am actually very excited. Metal Gear Solid 2 is there too. You can play both of them. How about I play all of them? You should you should play one and two. Well, three's on, um, uh, <laughs> but you can do one and yet. two. They're both there. Yeah, yeah. One and two. Go pick them up. I think that what are they like? Like six dollars a piece, six and nine or something like that. Six and Ooh, seven. That's pretty steep. Yeah. Okay. No, there are they're seven dollars and they're ten breaking. Yikes. <laughs> I would I would pick those up. Click. Would you would you play this week? Anything uh, honestly, nothing really new. I've been kind of just like playing ridiculous amounts of Among Us so that seemed okay yep that that's what oj was saying too so yeah oj why have we not played together yet my guy We're, we have to play this week we will definitely play among us i got I, I got a stab i, I, I got my 3 a.m invite <laughs> I, was finally I, I switched my sleep schedule guys i, I now I, I i go to sleep early i wake up early and exercise really early in the morning so now my whole stream schedule is kind of switched actually up, so. that's really respectable so i'm not going to complain about that it's the way man it's, that's what you got to do Let's uh let's go over to some of these super chests. We'll we'll talk about some of the Age of Calamity stuff as well since Click is here now. Since that oh, was, you haven't talked about it yet? Heck no, yeah. we're about to. That seemed to be a big thing at Tokyo Game Show. Like out of everything else, that was like the big thing people were really excited for. Trip and Fall says the best console of the second generation was the Atari twenty six hundred. Who's with me? Sure. With sure. Yeah. It's a good choice. Aiden Quinn says Simpa for Impa. God, I can't wait for Age of Calamity. Have a nice rest of your weekend. Simpa for Impa. <laughs> Symphonic I'm Alan. a simp for Impa, let's be honest. Uh, hey, yo, that Impa gameplay was hype. No, no question this week, but was surprised by the Bethesda acquisition. Just felt like saying hello to everyone. Keep up the good work. Wishbone says Spartan console updated their, their site with new oh control, a new roadmap, plus six month update. Sean, there we go. Please stop. Spartan Please. console. I might take I a look at that again. I have to see that again. I can't handle it. T- 
Tito says, anyone else uh, glad to see more smaller Japanese studios skip Sony do their censorship policies? I don't really uh, care. He, he's, ta- he's talking about Click's favorite game, uh, Galgun or Gun Gal or whatever. Galgun? Galgun. Talk- yeah, that game is not coming to the PlayStation 5 or the, the PS4 because Sony in particular is is with their new censorship policy. Mm-hmm. So they're, it's just going PC or Steam, Xbox One, and Switch. Wow. It's a remake of the original Gal- Galgun game. Console Gamer says, uh, hoped on Twitter only to expect... Hyrule Warriors Monster Hunter talk for today, but saw a buff wave instead and was just shook for the rest of the day. No, <laughs> noter, noter. I was going to know there. Noter secured PS5 digital and Xbox Series S from GameStop online store. Still working on that 3080. Shout out to MVG and Nate. Console gamer. I collect physical copies games for a living and won't get Game Pass, but even I can admit it is one heck of a deal with everything they have now. The Waltman says Microsoft just told everyone. Hey, if if we can, if we wanted to uh, buy any company we want, and depending on legalities, probably Sony if the U.S. courts gives it the okay. Derek S. says, don't worry, Sean, you'll beat Moxley next time. It was a close match. I felt I felt good going into it. We got revenge after the match, though. What are you talking about? So, <laughs> His toys. <laughs> no, no, no. AEW <laughs> hired this guy who looks a lot like me. Oh, shout out, to, shout out to Trevor, new member. Go ahead, Sean, sorry. Uh, he looks a lot, Well, I guess I look a lot like him because I think he's older than me. But yeah, so he was in the main event against John Moxley. And oh. we came up a little short, but we, we got him next time. The Waltman says, meant to say, buy any company. Uh, Rose says, you think Chiral Warriors slowed down the North American localization of Persona 5 Scramble? Oh, because that'd be Koei Tecmo. Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do you think? You think that would have slowed down Persona Five Scrambles? Hmm. It's, no, it shouldn't. I yeah, they're they're different. They're different uh, studios that are making those in terms of hers, not studios, but uh, who's working with it. But I don't think it slowed it down. Like I think Co- Atlas is just ridiculous when it comes to localization. Sometimes, hey, guys. You I know what? Like, Maybe Microsoft roll in, pick them up. You know, buy them and fix up that localization issue real quick. <laughs> 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 right, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> well, they they hey they swooped in and fixed that localization with uh with uh PSO. So and, and, hey, they did they fixed that real quick, right? It took them seven seven years, but you know. <laughs> that is you, Sean. That is you. Wow, you you do look way too similar. You could buzz your hair, unless it already is. I don't you know you could literally pass as like brothers. I think I've right. only ever guys, seen the chat on. can't see what you guys are talking about. I know, but there's a, there's a picture of them. They have Google. Google. They have Google. Humdrum. Dog says, PCX Chads, what's your plan set up for the Elder Scrolls 6? Sony Bros, which platform you guys watching? Twitch or YouTube? PC Chads, stay winning. X Bros, okay. (laughs) I went off the rails real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Elliot says, just buying my ticket to the gun show spawns Gotham Pythons. T. Joe says, did you you see Rich's (laughs) thumbnail for his stream? I th- I, I'm on the front. I'm on the front of Rich's stream. I just saw that and I got very I'm, confused. Sorry. <laughs> so I, thought was, people, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a spawncast clip thumbnail for a second. Oh, I got worried, I like and it. then I yeah, it does look like it. Well, I yeah, thought it was the discussion about invites. We'll have Rich back on soon. Adam <laughs> says. Adam says hi spawn. The morning my this morning my dog died. I made sure to stop crying for twenty minutes to enjoy news wave. Love you all. I'm so sorry, sorry to hear that about that man. Cry as much as you need to. It's a thing. 
Marcus Turner says, thanks, John. Got a PS5 order at GameStop. Waited 15 hours. People are camping out near me outside of GameStop. GameStop's, GameStop's whack, dude. The way they're doing pre-orders, man, screw them. Sorry. Everyone's whack doing pre-orders. Yeah, it's all whack. I was so whack I made a video on it, but still. West GameStop says, was especially whack. Uh, yeah. West, West says, hey, crew, any ideas what is game, or this Hangar 13's next project is? Loved Mafia 3. Are they going to do another Mafia? Are they going to do another Mafia game? Well, they just Mafia One. They just did yeah. that remake. Hmm. Let's let's just make more of whatever Mafia Two. I mean, it's good. Two a lot. I like the Defend- Defender. Was good. Hmm. Maybe they will do. You think they do Mafia Four? Eventually. Yeah. Psycho says, "Oh, team team PlayStation is bending their collective knee. X is best." Pem. Pem says, question, would an external 3.1 USB SSD be faster than an external hard drive in transferring game data to the Series X internal NVMe? Good job, guys. Yeah, most likely because it wouldn't be a, a spinning hard drive, so an SSD should be faster. You'd be able to hook it up. You'd, get, you'd be able to get a USB 3.1 enclosure, get a one terabyte hard drive SSD. How much are those, Rand? You said they're like 100 bucks? Uh, yeah, give or take. Yeah. And drop that into like the $20 enclosure, and boom, you have 120 dollar one terabyte ssd to plug into your 3.1 in the back of your series x I, we gotta see those transfer speeds though because people might not care if it takes 10 minutes to transfer a game over if they don't need to buy that little card for like 220 dollars lucius says new brute force with master chief and doom guy plant says hope next gen hype can bring another deus ex game that's you need to prepare for disappointment on that one console gamer says haven't heard this on spawncast in a while so Nate, when are we getting the Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch? <laughs> they say they love your podcast, Nate. Uh, you'll get it maybe in 2021. I'll take it. Don't. I don't know <laughs> if you should say that. Now, now, now it's definitive 2021 because you said that. It could be. Goldie's about to tweet it out too. Nate it confirms. Did. It could be. That sounds I mean, like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. No, I think it's a good idea. It I'll, could I'll, be 2021, it could be 2022. I mean, it depends when Metroid Prime 4 ever actually... Metroid 4 is ready, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that game actually makes some quality progress. And 4 the messed next everything up. 4 did mess up a lot of stuff. It messed everything up. Oh, Thanks. man. Good going, Bamco. Oh, they did. It was them. I'm going to tweet them right now. <laughs> oh, that's at least a rumor okay. that went around that was Bamco. So. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> Monado says, I remember uh, I saw one, did you know, gaming video about GameCube, and it said Microsoft once did consider to buy Nintendo, but Nintendo refused, obviously. Not refused, they can't. That'd be very, it's very difficult, Hmm. from what I remember, for an American company to buy a Japanese company. There's like so much stuff, I think, that goes into that to make that even happen or even possible, so... PlayStation, oh, this is from Skylar, says, PlayStation users do not have to buy an Xbox to sign up for Game Pass. Potentially anyone can buy an xCloud with $15. Xbox will keep exclusive. That's true. I mean, really, if there's any game in Game Pass you want to buy and you're willing to stream it, you just, $15 lets you at least try the games out. Ethan R. says, Obsidian and Bethesda are now together again. Yes. Rich. Rish says Sony's valuation, according to website, is close to $100 billion. Microsoft cash in hand is around $137 billion. Is it still about money? Uh, 
Yes. It's always about the I said you just said uh yeah, Sony's Sony's market cap is under 100 billion. It's like 98 billion last I checked. I think closing stocks it was 98 billion 3 days ago. So yeah, Microsoft's worth one and a half trillion. There is a bit of a difference between Sony and, and Microsoft. <laughs> can I get is that from Jeff Gr- Yes. Can I get some pointers from some real YouTubers about the face I should make for my Xbox Series X video, Sean? I mean, I'm, you got. I, I, I have a man. Like, I have like one face, right? I'm just like. I think you got to O face that because that's a big deal. You're one of the first people to have a Series X. But here's the big part: is it O face with like one hand, O face with two hands, no hands, no teeth? Can we go? Yeah, teeth or no teeth? That's a big one. Um, <laughs> it depends. Like if he's got, I've never seen Jeff's teeth. If he's got nice teeth, I would show him. Jeff, but... do you have nice teeth? Let us know down below. <laughs> like comment subscribe let us know like comment subscribe think, let us know i think you, you gotta, said that oh, that doesn't help you gotta open help jeff yeah the pog that's what the kids call i mean it. if that series x in front of you sean you're you got like sean if the series x showed up at your house pog, today yeah. by accident they actually shipped it out hands on head for that thumbnail right oh yeah oh yeah the hands pog, on the head OJ. i'm telling you jeff listen to sean hands on the head sean you want to you want to show him an example how, how would you do it would you just See, I'm clicking on that video. Yo, that's that. Okay. I'm clicking right now. I'm, I'm subscribed. Wow, clicking mm-hmm. that video. <laughs> that's all it takes. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft. This is from Ian says Microsoft should give ID Software a shot at Halo. Did you it? know what? I, I'd be so. I thought sure. okay, I'd be Why okay not? with that if they did like like remember ODSC where it wasn't Master Chief but it was like a Shock Trooper. That would be really cool for ID. Like to try a side game. Yeah, something like yeah. that where it's not chief, but it's like another character that they create in the in the universe, maybe going on at different points and like they could do a side character that takes place during like Halo 2 or something. Like something like that would be really, really cool. Can we play as the flood? Plays all the flood. I want all the flood all the same time. I like the idea though of of id being able to to try something out with halo that would be kind of neat just just to see it's like you know what this is a big franchise we'll, we'll have another halo game that kind of there's a out. lot more people out there than i thought that would seriously want uh doom guy and, and master chief crossover and like i thought it was like a joke people like legitimately want that crossover so now it could actually happen if it, if it were to happen it actually can tesla volta games says it is more of Microsoft interest to not sell on other platforms when they are not required to money, not spent on competition is just as important. Bummer. Rob says Hyrule Warriors two looks like a must buy. Yeah. And then RDX says, why do people think Microsoft needs to make the money back tomorrow when they said they're looking to buy more studios still? That's a good point. It's <laughs> a long term. It's, it it's all about game pass. It's all about X cloud. So do we want to talk about age of calamity? Okay, do we? Go. 50 minute presentation right we saw some some really cool collector's edition i think they uh they showed off quite a bit of of gameplay i would say and they also talked about yeah yeah, yeah, check that thing out uh and and some of the gameplay it looks a lot better than hyrule warriors i will say that like this game makes hyrule warriors look look kind of bad at times this is a really good looking game it's kind of not game this looks good it's kind of not fair to compare them you know what i mean Oh, I'm like, one, one was made like with like a shoestring budget type of like, hey, let's just get something like, you know, yeah. let's try something look kind of different on the Wii U. Then the yeah. other one was actually like legit like, hey, this is going to be canon part of the game. And like, you know, this is something that people actually want to play because it sold extremely well. Hyrule Warriors for even better than they thought it would. 
with all the versions of the game. It looks it looks like like the story. It looks like there's actually quite a bit here. I was trying to figure out mm-hmm. how much, they, cause, you know, it's like a dinosaur style game. So cut scenes and all this. I'm like, all right, how much is going to be there? It looks like a legit amount of story for people who are really into the lore. This is going to be a game that they're going to go over for quite a while. Just what they showed during the 50 minutes of, of play here. I think it's the best looking switch game of 2020. Like what else? What are you going to put up next to that? Mario 3d all-stars. Come on. <laughs> Galaxy <laughs> does look pretty good. Galaxy I mean, they look, look good. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like the best, like the best game. I mean, what came out this year? I mean, animal, you can say Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, Crossing. Yeah. Animal Crossing, Crossing was pretty good. Experience than an actual game, though. You know, well, to Sean's point, though, the, I think the biggest difference with this one, like Hyrule Warriors, or if you play the Dynasty Warriors games, unless unless you play the newer ones, but it always seemed like you were like just like there's like these segments, like the old school Monster Hunter, and you're just <laughs> going through these segments. This is actually seems like it's like an open world, and you're just running around and you're fighting and you're like doing little puzzle things and side stuff. <laughs> so it just feels like the scope and scale is just way larger because you always saw like walls in Hyrule Warriors like there were fields and stuff but you saw where it was closed off this one it just it feels like Breath of the Wild like they just drop you in there and then you're just like fighting like a real like war with all these different type of enemies you know and uh bosses and stuff so you know if they're looking to expand on upon the combat like if you, if the combat wasn't like your thing in Breath of the Wild this one seems like it's like a lot better you know I think it's I think it all looks pretty impressive from the from the stuff we're seeing like I, like i think the last time we talked about it i thought we all we all pretty much agree that it was pretty smart to do it in a in a warrior style game especially for this type of combat um i i purposely didn't watch a lot of the gameplay today because it's like yeah the game's about to come out anyway i just want to yes. experience it i'm sold on the trailer i'm sold on the lore the trailer today that dropped giving us more of the champions and how important they are to the story and some really cool shots of them all working together and mm-hmm. how them controlling the divine beasts this is exciting. Like this is like this is big for Zelda right now. This is this is lore that is going to not only fill in these, you know, gaps in in the first game, but potentially lead us in with some characters and ideas that go into the sequel. And if this is how much they're doing in this game with story to build into there, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the, yeah. the sequel game then. I feel like that game's going to have a new like big heavy based story compared to Breath of the Wild 1, where it's more of like, here's loose parts of it. You kind of put some some of it together, but it's not the crutch of that game. I think you're right so. about that, Jordan. I, th- I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to have a heavy story focus. I for, think based on that like teaser trailer... Like it in front of you, cutscenes and all, I, I think it's going to be pretty Based scary. on the teaser trailer we got, you know, forever ago of, of 2, and then based on what we're seeing with, with uh, Calamity here, I think we're in store for a lot of big mm. things for Zelda in the next year and a half, uh, story-wise and lore-wise. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, so that that's just OJ? Uh, question. Oh, you fell asleep. Get into... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask like, a question on um on like because like they said that the game that uh Mr. Numa he actually asked them to make it like shortly after Hyrule Warriors. So the the game has been in development for a while. So this game has been in yes. development for a while. Like he, so he has a whole vision in mind. Yeah. So do you think like like do you think that like they purposefully made Breath of the Wild kind of like the game like where you just get introduced and then like now this is like the story time for like the 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 prequel and for Breath of the Wild yes. too? Yes. There's there's a lot of elements that you can kind of go into with Zelda that we if you if you rush through the game or you kind of just read through things really quickly and you don't pay attention, there are a lot of uh 
there are a lot of like kind of species and a lot of tribes of of that existed in Hyrule that are even before the time that are placed in Breath of the Wild that we don't even get to see. So there's a lot of theories going on that there are a lot of elements that we don't even know the beginning of. Like I I genuinely think that with Hyrule Warriors, um, you know, being a very lore heavy game uh and kind of having the gameplay in my opinion is going to be a secondary thing like the cool thing about Hyrule Wars is we're going to get to play as characters that we've always wanted to play as from Breath of the Wild and get to see their crazy kits and the fact that you're going to get to see them as powerful against all these enemies and then lose to the blights at the end it's going to be so heart-wrenching dude because it's like you got to like kind of experience it with them but I genuinely think that there's going to be a lot of questions that we didn't even know existed in Breath of the Wild in the first Breath of the Wild that when two appears like it's it's like there are going to be things in the prequel that are going to set up questions that we didn't even know to be asking in Breath of the Wild that are going to be answered in two and honestly I like get chills thinking about it because it, it it it's just he had this whole like map out you know like ahead and and like launching the trailer saying that two was in development before even talking about this one made this one's hype that much more because we had like like almost a year just sitting on two where's two where's two and then we find out we're also getting a second game on top of two i i just i have a crazy theory about how this is all going to play off and this just gets me excited and i now it's not going to happen i'll be disappointed but um so the the teaser trailer for Breath of the Wild 2, there, it, you know, it's Zelda and Link and they're going down and then, you know, Ganon is somehow resurrecting in some form, right? He's dead, but not dead. Something's happening. I think that there's so much emphasis on the champions in this game that they're going to end the game with a flash forward to what we just saw in Breath of the Wild 2's teaser that Ganon's coming back. There's a way to bring the champions back. And all the champions are going to come back to life. Mm. If they're making this big of an emphasis on them in the story-wise, which they are really important regardless if they came back or not, I think that there's so much there's so much love for these characters that if they can bring Ganon back again from the dead for what's ever happening, there's, there has to be a way you can bring some of the champions back or all of them back. You know, Jordan, as much as I would love not, not to that believe I don't, that... I don't want to retcon things like, oh, everyone could just come back. But I mean, like, who knows? I've I've seen crazier things happen. We kind of have like the successors to the champions of each of the, you know, the different tribes. You know, you have your your Goron, your Rito, Mm -hmm. Rudo. Like you kind of have those successors. So I don't know, like maybe we'll get to obviously see more of those successors. I genuinely think Ganondorf's or if that's even his name, uh, you know, (laughs) I think that, you know, um, he's in a special case. And I think that the main thing is going to kind of be revolving around whatever magic, you know, element is surrounding the body, why the malice is still seeping from that body. Like if it's a power source or whatever it is, I think he's going to be a special case. I would love for the guardians or the champions to come back, but I feel like maybe that's a little bit too, too, uh, too perfect <laughs> no for sure uh, I, I just yeah. think like it'd be cool i don't know i just I, I just started smelling something in the air and i was like you know what if it smells like pie it could be pie so yeah, the, they're dead they're dead they're dead they're not coming back dead is dead is dead it's, it's, it's i thought the same thing in torna i'm like hey man they're gonna something's gonna happen no they all died <laughs> listen i'm, all, I'm all for s- a dark story okay <laughs> and power got sunk to the bottom of the ocean and every I'm, I'm, yo adam's gonna come back no adam dead <laughs> oh, no. 
They're all dead, and you play I, as Rex. Listen, dude, I just think it's cool that we get to see Impa. I, I we didn't see Pira. I I didn't watch the full. Uh, actually, why I was late is because I didn't get to see any of the footage all day today. So I came home, hung out. Uh, I, we had a patron thing, and then I literally watched all of the the trailer and then like the thirteen minutes of of footage or whatever. But Impa looks great, and I, I think it's cool that they paid so much attention. It's kind of like Sakurai, you know, with Smash. He pays attention to the kits and fitting in with the characters. I think it's cool that with Howard Warriors, it's it's kind of the same thing. They really put into thought how these kits fit to these characters and what weapons they're using uh, in in kind of correlation to them. And I think one of the coolest touches that's so simple is with Impa. When she like disappears and she's dashing around, her hat just floats there. And it's the coolest thing. And like then she picks it up and just gently places it on her back. And I'm like, small details like that, like, oh, baby, I'm so excited. Ow. What's uh? Let's go over Evan. We have a Discord question there. Uh, yeah, got a couple. Um, one is specifically why all these pre-order snafus keep happening because of uh, mm. like the thirty eighty, the PlayStation, the Xbox. Like, why can't digital shop storefronts like work out ways to get around the scalpers and such? Because humans are crafty. Yeah, bots yeah. keep the bots keep changing because one of them is like a seventy five dollar a month subscription. So they have they have money to to employ people to change in the bots and all of this, and they keep updating it and they they kind of plan out in groups to kind of attack one at, at a time. But it's it's unfortunate because I, I almost think sometimes these retailers underestimate how much traffic they're gonna hit hit with for like a PlayStation Five or a thirty eighty or something. They just don't think about it as much. So those websites just get destroyed. Even Microsoft's own site got destroyed, though. So who knows? It's just go to the store, I guess. And even you go to the store, they have like eight Xbox Series X systems or like eight yeah. PS5s. It's a whole thing still. Shout outs to Walmart. They got my PS5 and my Xbox One or Xbox Series X. You were an Xbox Wait, One also? Are, are you sure it wasn't an <laughs> Xbox One, dude? No. <laughs> so I got 27%. <laughs> I got, I, got I, I got the xbox at uh walmart no, series did you, X real quick though did you guys see those people that were flexing about get your game yeah. up and stuff because they bought they bought an xbox one yeah. s or an xbox that has one to, x they had a bitch that can't that couldn't be real really no, I, i'm wow. telling you some of it was real dude uh, yeah i think it was legit wow it's good time <laughs> Oh, man. Because some of them are for inflated prices, right? On Amazon, some some mm. people have been inflating the prices of the of the Xbox One S or the the X. That's just because they haven't been as, so they thought that they were paying for like the more expensive new gen system. They're gonna be mm. get shit. They're gonna get a freaking S. <laughs> no, I, I went over this I, when I talked about this. Like we, there's so many people like like uh, you and I, right? Our, our group here, everyone here, we would know. Right. Anyone watching this podcast right now, you would know the difference between the series and the one. Right. But we live in this echo chamber of the Internet where we think that's how everyone thinks. That's not true. true. The layman person, parents, the other people who aren't in the zeitgeist of all this have no idea. You say, hey, get me the new Xbox. OK, what is it? I want the new Xbox Series X. OK. Oh, one X looks the same as that. That's probably it. It's all it's too jumbled up. And that was Microsoft's naming problem. Like, where do you go from here in the future? Like, where, where does the naming scheme go? It would have been much better if it was called Xbox and a name. But mm. we have these series and uniformity that really makes it a lot more complicated. So it, uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting, you know, 747% Amazon increase in purchases. Mm. Good let's, job, guys. Let's, let's go to Amazon. Because Amazon finally announced their own game streaming platform. It's called Luna. 
and it's going to have integration with Twitch. I have no idea what that means for it, but apparently it's going to integrate in some way. I don't know if that means that people can jump into your game using Luna, if you'll have streams be interactive through it. But it is their game streaming service, and it's not going to be what Stadia is. It's going to be a subscription service. So rather than have to buy each game, it's going to be like its own little Netflix thing, which is the right way to go. I mean, they had to have seen what happened to Stadia and just been like, you know what? $6 a month, that's what we're going to start with. And it, it has some all right games in there. I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is advertised, Metro Exodus, Control, Resident Evil 7, Surge 2. I want to rant on this. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. You, you would think Google Stadia has got to change their business model soon. They right? have to. They have to change it almost immediately, they I think. And I don't so, know how they do that right? because, like, if you think about it, uh, what if you bought a game? They can't just be like, oh, we're just a subscription service now. It's, it's a good thing you already spent $200 with us because we're just going to go ahead and change now. Yeah, they'd be upset about that. Yeah, maybe a little. What were you going to say, OJ? These bumps. Amazon? <laughs> They're a bunch of bumps. You sit here and you come and you, you're hacking all of these other games that are already available on so many other services to try to make a quick buck. There is no passion. I can see the passion with xCloud. I can see the passion with Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo when they actually try to be, do something for gamers. This is just a quick type of crash cash grab from Bezos. From Bezos. They ha- what is he worth? What is Amazon worth? 200, 500 billion? What, what are, a trillion? What are they worth? And they come in with no exclusive. With nothing. Oh, good point. They come good in with point. absolute. That's how you know that there's no passion behind this. That's how you know it's a cash grab. They see other people doing this, this, and this, and this, and they have nothing original, nothing exclusive, nothing. Just oh well, here's a controller that looks like the Pro Controller. Well, I mean, they have their own gaming. They have their own gaming behind this. They have their own gaming studios that can interact with it. But so far, I think every single game they've released has been kind of meh. Like, Everything's been. It's been I, all trash. Yeah. It's I been mean, all yeah, small garbage. No- there's no passion behind it. It's a cash grab and it's whack. It's it's not as good as xCloud. It's maybe better than Google Stadia, but like none of them are doing anything for me to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to not own my games even more than digital. And then they come in here and say, give us a, your subscription service. No, I'm not. I'm not buying it. They come in and they announce it. They barely announce They like shadow announce it. And like right. I said, there's no big game. They, they're worth billions and they can't fund a single big game to say, hey, look at us. Like, no, nah, man, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and praise them because it's something because <laughs> cloud technology because it's amazon amazon, amazon has the same, it's, the same a, mark. It, it's it's a trash cash grab that there's no passion and they're just trying to make some extra money because they have a bunch of extra money to spend on new projects that's really Am- what it comes yeah. down to Hard amazon is- has the same market cap as microsoft go on uh, i don't know if passion is the right term to use for this but to be honest what's different about it is their integration with twitch that's going to be something that stands out to other people than other services because i mean depending on how exactly involved it is like yeah you can watch from luna and then play immediately or play at the same time while watching that could be an appeal to some people again twitch is a whole other very niche culture for those of you who do not know look, look at I all don't the money that where's the exclusive where's the big exclusive with your well system? i would where's like to see exclusive like this where's the halo me, where's the where's the that, that to me is it. passion there, when you when you come out with something that somebody everybody else is already doing and then you have no exclusive and then you feature control in the in this the, the game right. is control that know, is not that's, passion that's, that's, that's just that's, trying to make a quick buck off people that's game it's of the year nominated I mean, nomination i think right i think there. Everything no passion against, at all it's like why am i gonna pick control everything's this about money dude it's not necessarily just because no there is passion but i think phil spencer money. has bought pa- 
seven billion dollars. No, I think Phil Spencer has passion for gaming. I think he has passion to support okay, gamers and to make exclusives and to get different things. I think Sony has passion. I think Nintendo has passion. Heck, I even think Google with a little bit, at least they're trying to get some, but they still haven't done anything yet. But this to me, there's zero passion behind it. That's there's their nothing. that's the have game they, they have there. I didn't like, is there like any more uh, info on it as far as like, it's, are there going to be games coming out? Because it's just there early. Are... It, they just have a very quick. You can request access. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's early it's, access. It's, it's $6 like a what? Month. $6 a month and then they'll have channels. Like yes. Ubisoft, Ubisoft will have a channel yeah. that'll probably be $15 a month. You so know who's actually in charge of this project? Mark mm -hmm. Winton. Oh. Remember him? Remember him? Ran Xbox into the ground this generation. <laughs> Albert Pinello's over there. He he worked at Xbox. That's why the controller looks just like a combination of the Elite and like the, the Switch, uh, the Switch like controller, controller had a baby. It does look like the Switch. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I just I would have to be curious because what they're trying to really draw on is going to be the interconnectivity of yes, a service, but also Twitch is its own culture. That is going to be a draw for a lot of people because a lot of people, they see the purple and they're going to be drawn to it. It's it, it, like whether you like it or not, colors are a very subconscious marketing. Now, how much that's going to actually pull them? I don't care, like whether they have passion or not. Some people just don't like like they're not they're not thinking about it like you and I might, OJ. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it depends on how they incorporate that, how that actually ends up functioning. That could make all the difference. Click, we'll what see. Do you... I don't I don't really like as someone who streams on Twitch all the time, I'm not even necessarily like, whoa, you know, but some people will be like, yo, bleed purple. Woo, you know, and like they'll like freaking like waste a beer over themselves about it, you, you know, but click click. Do you think it's a mistake for this not to be tied into uh, Twitch Prime instead of like because it seems like it's a, it's a wasted subscription. opportunity. Right? Yeah. Like you would think that would be the way to go. Like, oh, I'm watching my favorite streamer. I'm sub I'm subscribed. I got Twitch Prime. Yeah. And oh, I have all these games I could play immediately. It seems uh, like a really big missed opportunity. You should there. have like a lower quality setting, like 1080 30, that's just attached to Prime. And then you can upgrade like, to like 4K, like they're talking 4K. I hope they're well. listening right now because like, like we're giving them free ideas. But honestly, like Twitch Prime, like Twitch Prime used to also, like if you had Prime, you weren't getting ads. Now, if you prime, like you sign up, now it's prime gaming. Now it's not Twitch Prime. They're trying to make mm. it more generalized. So even for people who aren't linked necessarily to Twitch, now it's just like, oh, if you have prime, you can use your prime gaming. So I, I mean, maybe they incorporate something later on and now they're just trying to test out kind of the way it all feels. But, you know, the fact that they even took like the free, like no watch with ads thing for, for prime gaming, like to me, Again, it is a wasted opportunity. Like, I, I think if they were to kind of like listen in on this and be like, oh, hmm, so you're saying that might be like a draw for people. Yeah. How about, yeah, it'd be a, a really how about big draw. some exclusive games? <laughs> I would love exclusive games, but you know, at the same time, hold on, before Xbox, you know, bought Bethesda, <laughs> we were like, okay with like completely relying on Xbox, only have one, in, like one major exclusive. You know, so it's like they have, Forza, they have Halo, they have they have gears, they've got lots of probably probably though one of the big gears. major problems with the Amazon studios that they have is almost everything they've made is multiplayer, and if you're just dropping Luna and right. no one's really gonna want to play it. Oh right yeah, aren't away. there games aren't they haven't the games turn out kind of 
bad. Uh, yeah, like their MMO is like confusing. Like people don't know what to make of it. Their MMO has been weird. I have a friend who's really yeah. big into it. It's changed a lot since he first played it, but he has like mm-hmm. 10 copies of it because apparently they gave it away for free for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they have Crucible as well, which had to be pulled True. off of release. Like, But they're all multiplayer. And if you're just going to drop a system like Luna that people have to sign up for to play multiplayer games, you're already making an already small community even smaller. So what the hell was the point? Yeah. So it's like maybe just poor planning on their part on how to use their studios. I just hope it's not another Stadia situation. I hope they learn. But honestly, like even Twitch has made some decisions lately to where it's like, are you listening to the community? Like, the fact that it's a subscription, really though, is at least a bump above Stadia because Stadia is just confused it's right true. now as to what they yeah. what they even want to be. So I'll, at least it's like, oh, it's a subscription. I know what those are. Six dollars. All right. Yeah. Well, also they. Stadia is Linux too, right? Which is one of the problems we're getting games on Stadia. Oh. It worked Linux and, and Luna is based on like X86. Windows. So yep. It's like yeah. super easy. Apparently so, with Luna, if it just works on Windows, like you're saying, Rand, it, it'll just work on Luna. So you don't have to develop specifically for it necessarily. One thing I'm curious about is if Amazon's really serious is if they go out and spend money because they can spend money. They what, if they bought, what if they bought WB? Well, this is th- I'm, so I'm wondering like the whole Bethesda thing. Like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if Amazon was also sniffing around and Microsoft bought them to keep them out of the hands of Amazon. Like, mm. what if, what if they just, what if they buy Ubisoft? Alternate like, timeline would have been Bethesda. You know, like, by Amazon. <laughs> like you would think, you would think like Google, Google or Amazon, like to OJ's point of having something exclusive to want to check it out would drop some money on a big publisher to get a catalog of games. Cause otherwise mm-hmm. who cares? Like, why would you, why do you need Google Stadia? Like if you have PC, if you have Xbox PlayStation, what do you need it for? Do you know, you, for do nothing. You know why I'm, do you know, I'd be really terrified if, if like Google or Amazon bought a Ubisoft or bought like uh, they had bought Bethesda because if it didn't work, I don't think they would sell them. They would just like ab- absorb the company and yeah. that would be it. It would just go away. I don't think they would actually like be like, oh, well, didn't work. We'll just see who wants to buy it. I think they just absorb it and that would be bad. So that means like Bethesda <laughs> would go away and uh, even you'll Ubisoft, like, which yeah, I mean, I'm looking like, Far Cry, but. <laughs> Pete Hines doing like Amazon placement videos. Oh, I mean, they, they, oh, they, they get, they get paid. They'd be out of there. Be yeah. like, I'm, good. I'm gonna go buy an island somewhere. I'm good. But that would be funny though. <laughs> and no, would you imagine that they'd take, they'd use like Doom Guy for like Amazon placement videos. <laughs> you know, like like the welcome everyone to like uh, Amazon for your first day, and it's like Doom Guy giving a like a lecture on on how to uh, correctly like do safety in the workplace or something <laughs> that would be so bad uh that's one of the reasons uh, now that you're mentioning it, Rand, i'm glad microsoft bought bethesda because nate you mentioned that Zenimax was looking to be bought so amazon or uh, google come in there could have been bad mm. we got discord question over there evan uh well, last one is along the lines of studio purchases uh, who would be sony's best counter studio purchase to everything that's been going on ah oh, nate why don't you fill us in <laughs> i don't know Go on. i don't know if they'd have a good counter to it it's Sony... i don't i don't think sony's gonna throw that kind of money around to have a counter to it no they're not gonna throw like eight billion dollars around but they don't I don't think they have to though, because they already they've oh. been spending so much time building their studios. Like the, the Microsoft's move was more of a, I would say more of a catch up move, whereas Sony would look around just to add someone else to like you know just bolster them a bit more going into next gen. Remedy, people always talk about Remedy. Remedy has been going around for a while that somebody Remedy wants to be bought. 
Yeah. But it's a question of who's a good fit for them. Sony is the name that just keeps being thrown around. And I think it's more of a dream that they get bought by Sony than actually something being there. Mm. They'd be a good fit for Sony, but I don't really see Remedy being bought by them at this point. Um, Blue Point. I, I still think Blue Point. Sean, I think you're right on that. Blue Point. You might as well I, pick them up what now. What about, um, what about House Marquee? They work with them a lot. Mm. Why not just buy That's, them? The problem is those companies are kind of the situation like next level games to Nintendo. They're working with you anyway, so why buy them and have the overhead of having to keep the lights on over their heads? Just continue to make contracts with them, keep their games exclusive, and both teams are happy. You're not stuck under that, you know, the umbrella of Sony or Nintendo. You still function as an independent studio. You just happen to have a great relationship. So remain your independence and keep doing contract work, getting that money and doing a good job without having Nintendo or Sony over you saying, make this like, oh, shit. Would you only would you only buy them if you were worried about someone else coming in to buy them? Is that what you mean? Like if somebody if like Microsoft started yeah, if, around if Blue Microsoft Point. starts sniffing at Blue Point, maybe then Sony comes in and says, you're joining us. Were you saying, Jordan? I was going to say, why don't they just buy from software? Oh, from software is part of a much bigger Japanese company and cost a extraordinary amount. Of I money. mean, there's there's a huge, as we know, that the, the Souls type game community is massive. And if they can land something like that, that's a huge audience all on one you know, system then. You know, so I'm just saying that, that could be a good minor counterweight, but that audience is still pretty massive who like those games. So. Hmm. What about what's the what was the rumor this past week? As soon as Microsoft bought Bethesda, it was Konami, right? People were like doing petitions for Sony <laughs> yeah. to buy Konami. Get, get that yeah. pachinko machine Konami, money. Konami getting those pachinko machine presentations ready real quick. Hold up, Sony. Let me show you. Let me show you what we're working on. <laughs> Capcom would be a good purchase. How much? They how much does Capcom work now, though? Capcom. There's no way. Capcom would have been a good purchase before, before Monster Hunter World. World. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go back five years, it would have been a great purchase. But now Capcom is really feeling themselves. They're turning out great games. They're not they looking are. to be purchased anytime soon. No, they're mm. making too much. They're making too much money. Like, and now they're even. It's even going to be crazier with obviously Resident Evil, and then also with Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Up. So yeah. So they're they're rolling along, I guess. So yeah, you're right. A while ago, they would have been a, an easy pickup. And back in twenty, right before Monster Hunter Four came out, that was the prime opportunity. Because man, they they were really they were really messing up at that point. That was at their lowest point was like 2016, 2015, somewhere in that range, twenty fourteen, something like that. Evan, we have uh, another Discord question. No, that covers everything, man. That covers everything. Oh, okay, good, good, good. We want to talk about Metroid Prime Four for a little bit before we finish <laughs> up with super chats. Oh, uh, Rand, we also had the me- I, I I forgot about this. We also had the memory card, expandable storage price revealed. 220 bucks is really expensive 220 bucks but i mean it's in line with it's in line with the other products of that line correct that would be correct the nvme gen 4 is also 200 we had that samsung one revealed it was 230 dollars. i looked at that and said all right yep that's probably what the memory card for the xbox is going to be and it it was so to me it it's the market value and hopefully they go down my only concern like i said is when sony unveils their list they're going to give us a list of all the nvme drives okay that we can use and i'll probably go over in the video i'll probably even show how to install the ss we'll go over all that but i'm hoping that because they have a list we'll, we'll be able to pick out whatever one we want of course and the because there's so much competition there it'll go down i'm a little concerned that seagate being the only company making memory cards for who knows how long it could be years would keep that that money uh kind of at that same level you think it'll you think it'll drop at all 
I think it'll drop, and I, I, I think they'll probably have other companies make them too. I wouldn't be surprised if Seagate maybe has an exclusive contract for a year, two years, mm, um, okay. and then and then other companies might start making them when the the tech cost goes down. It's it reminds me a lot of the the old days where Microsoft sold us hundred dollar twenty gig hard drives for the three sixty. Yeah, those those were the days. How much was the one twenty? I think the one twenty was a hundred and. Seventy dollars. I paid a hundred and. Uh, you mean for that three sixty? Yeah, I remember the. Yeah, I it was it was the it was the black hard drive that went on top, right? Hundred and hundred and seventy nine dollars for mine. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, hundred and seventy nine. That was wild stuff back then. Now you look back on it, like wow, those those hard drives. People use those to hold up a wobbly chair nowadays. Uh, like <laughs> it's like one hundred seventy, hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, the good thing though with Xbox three sixty, at least at the beginning i'm not sure towards the end is that they let you use like usb drives too so mm-hmm. you could supplement you know with with some usb drives as well which i did i had two 32 gigabyte usb drives that i also used yeah they worked they, <laughs> worked. they worked they worked right so yeah when you need that extra space whatever and then especially towards the end because they started to allow you to have optional downloads on the xbox uh, there was yeah. an update for that, so it makes the game load faster and stuff like that. So I was hoping they would have got sorry installs. I was hoping they would have got that that memory card under two hundred, like the one ninety nine mark. But I guess it's just and that shows you how how much money that Series S probably costs them to make. It's it's probably not cheap. So they're probably losing quite a bit on that Series S compared to the X with uh, with a one terabyte memory card being two twenty for them to make. Uh well, let's uh, let's go to Metroid Prime Four. We had we had a hiring, a bunch of hires, right? Over the last what few months, I feel like that's what we always talk about. Metroid Prime. We keep talking about people keep getting hired, and that's like the news for Metroid Prime Four every other month. Am yes. I wrong on that? That that's what happens, right? No, okay. that's a good because we had we had a God of War environment artist designer hired on now. So we've had people from people from God of War now. We've had people from I believe Naughty Dog join in Halo. They're, they're just rounding up all this all this talent from Borderlands. Borderlands three. Yep, you're right. Borderlands. War, Warhawk. That one. Nobody remembers Warhawk. So here's my good. here's my question now with Metroid Prime because we keep talking about how many people are getting hired. Do you think right now the expectations are getting crazy high for this game, and when they show it, it's it's not going to hit those expectations. High. Let's be real. I mean, but, but like, high. think about it now. All right, we were like, oh, yeah, Metro Prime, it's just a JPEG, but this is going to be great. And they have to restart development. It's going to end up being, a, what, a five-year thing, right, of us waiting for this game, 2017 to, we think, like, 2022? Well, really, no, it's longer than that, because Metro Prime 3 came out 13 years ago. I mean, from, like, reveal to when it actually comes yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, it would have spanned five e3s basically you know if, if we had e3 this past year um <laughs> or next year or the year you know what e3 well we'll see how that goes but that is a long time to wait and we're seeing all these hirings some high talent big talent right and we would hope or you think we'd have some sort of switch revision or something after that even so then you start thinking about what's metroid prime 4 going to look like and when that reveal hits, do you think there's going to be mass disappointment or mass excitement from that reveal, that initial reveal when they show it? What do you, what do you think, Nate? Let me, let me go to you first. Um, well, this kind of gives flashbacks to <laughs> many years ago when they were doing hirings again. They were hiring people from Naughty Dog and people were like, oh my God, the next retro yep. game is going to be crazy. And it was Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And people were like, what the fuck? Great game. Great game. Great game. Freeze is an amazing game. One of the best games on the Wii U and one of the best games on the Switch. 
And, you know, if you set yourself up to have high expectations due to hirings, you're an idiot. <laughs> not wrong. That, that's the short end of it. It's, oh, you hired someone who worked on God of War? Okay. And that doesn't mean anything about Metroid Prime 4. It means that guy worked on God of War. That's all it means. It doesn't mean anything beyond that. Well, but but we have the build-up. He has a great it. resume. Cool. It I doesn't... Mean, Samus is going to be walking around and Kratos is going to show up and be like, yo, bitch, let's go fuck up four. No, that's not Metroid. That's not no. Metroid. Nintendo, that won't It could be, though. <laughs> it could be, but it won't be. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. But, but all right, I'm talking about, like, all right, it's, it's shifted development to Retro. Retro has that that history with Metroid Prime where, like, you know, it comes out. It's, it's super exciting when it comes out. Do you, do you think because of how long it's been, all these hirings, do you think people are going to be like, when they first see it, they're going to be super excited. It's it's going to meet those expectations. Because uh, I'm concerned. I I, I think it's going to get up to that level where it can't it can't hit that, that hype I level. I guess it depends on everyone's individual expectation of what you want Metroid Prime 4 to be. If you want it to revolutionize like the genre and... That's kind of what I think we're going to do right now. Metroid, Tactics game, let's go. You're probably going to be a little disappointed that it's not going to be this Breath of the Wild moment for the franchise. If you just go in expecting another quality Metroid Prime game in the vein of the previous trilogy, then you're going to be satisfied. But, like, we don't know anything about the game. We haven't right. seen anything of the game. We don't even know what engine it's using. Expect right. nothing and be surprised when you get something. I have a feeling they're just going to use... I have a feeling Retro probably developed an engine internally for it. Probably. So I think I, it's going to be interesting. I, I think I, my main concern with it is that I do hope that they have taken cues from other EMS. It's not a first person shooter. It's a first person adventure game. But for fuck's sake, give me some online multiplayer with it. Give, give me, I, I agree. Ooh, that'd be fun. I agree. I agree. Like, that'd be a blast. You know, like uh, Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS was a solid online first person shooter experience and it was on the fucking ds so it's like you you obviously you have a base idea of what you can do with it a lot of people played that online a lot of people played that online it was uh, dude i was i was in a clan and stuff like that clans yes you know what i i want to i want to laugh at that but we had clans in the original halo demo on pc before halo came out so you know what we'll we'll go with it uh I think multiplayer would be cool, but man, like I really want the single player experience to be like above and beyond. And I, I don't know with this team that they're putting together. Obviously, it's a lot of new faces from what they've done before. Maybe they do get multiplayer running, but I don't want it to be at the expense of the single player experience. Um, I think they did a good job of Metroid Prime 2 that had a fairly good single player experience and also a good multiplayer experience. So that was balanced. So if it can be like that, that'd be cool. Um, but I just don't want them like focusing on one more than the other. I, that, that'd be my hope. Like if they can really make like a crazy yeah, experience, you know, that's yeah, I'm not, amazing. I'm not, out, you know, I'm not saying, you know, bastardize the single player experience at the expense of multiplayer. But I think I think at this at this stage of the game with games like this that are perceived first person adventure, first person shooter games. I think you have to have I, I in my personal opinion, I feel like you have to have a little something more than just I mean, Wolfenstein 2, obviously, you know, didn't have any a multiplayer component to it but i just feel like a game this size this magnitude and a game that people have been waiting for for you know 13 plus years now probably 15 plus by the time it comes out i think you need to have all the bells and whistles to make it to make it an experience that sort of stands out because once again metroid isn't a um a great selling franchise for nintendo it's one of the weaker ones yeah Mm. 
That's uh, that's why it was good to see them actually restart development, not to be like, hey, Metroid's canceled. So <laughs> I mean, uh, Metroid hasn't really had like a big first like console game since like I would say the Internet's in the form that it is now. Like we had other M in like 2011 and then we had what? I heard that was a lot of fun. Feder- what did we have? <laughs> we, had, we had Samus Returns. Well, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's a handheld. But you know like, what? We you haven't know what had like... Do you know what happened when that got shown, though? Is everyone it, said, yeah. why isn't this on the Switch? <laughs> that's what oh, everyone right. said. <laughs> why? Yeah. Also, why isn't it on the Switch yet? They might as well just move it over and be like, hey, look, sure. a Metroid game. Why not? Yeah, that's why they announced Metroid Prime 4. Oh, it's worked out. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's gonna be good. Rand, you played the Metroid Prime games, right? Yeah, love them. Okay, okay. You you're gonna pick up Trilogy when that gets announced. That's getting announced apparently next year, according to Nate. Well, yeah, Nate said it was what 2021. So 2021. Yep. So we're yeah. like a year out. Might well, I'm excited for the Switch Pro as well. well I think you said February. I think you said February 2021, didn't you, Nate? Say February. I'm almost positive you said February. I never said like like it on 17th. I think it was. I think I saw a tweet from OJ saying that it was confirmed. <laughs> I never said a month, day. I said 2021. It's it's Metroid's anniversary next year. All you people keep talking about Zelda. Yeah, Nate, you forgot Nate. about Samus. A bunch of ungrateful Nintendo fans. Nate, we can't your true queen love. Nate, we can't lose your we can't lose your mod status again. That'd be like twelve times in a row, man. <laughs> I went out on top. <laughs> I was not going through the trial. The Kenny, the Kenny of uh, of the mod. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I'm look. I'm looking forward to it. the trilogy. Will be good. Grab that. Get get uh, reminded of it all over again. Going through it. Uh, so that'll be good. Do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Do you think Metroid Prime Four will be 60 frames per second? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. I don't think they're they're not gonna. In my opinion. They can still make the game artistically look good mm. and run at a great frame rate like they did with Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And they've always done a good job with that, making sure that, like, hey, like, this might not be the most graphics-wise technically advanced game, but it still looks amazing and it runs great. So, yeah, I, I think sure. they'll have no problem uh, doing that. Uh, well, not no problem. Uh, obviously, I don't develop the game, but I think they're, gonna, they're definitely going to push for, like, that 60. Because I don't think they're gonna push for like for the oh my gosh this needs to be the greatest looking game in the world on the Switch so you can I think they'll I think they'll shoot for sixty maybe yeah, let's like say we get that let's say we get that Switch revision maybe they do just sixty across the board for both but then the Switch revision gets like a higher resolution or something out of it so huh. yeah that'll work that'll work uh, let's I guess we'll finish up with the super chats and the Streamlabs here then. The Waltman says, I know Pat NES Punk somewhat did the math during his take, and from his math, Microsoft had roughly $130 billion in cash prior to purchase. I think, that's, I think that's about right. I think it was like 100 I think on like the last report was like $135 billion or something. So yeah, basically that. Uh, Jason says, Spawn Wave, you should jump in on Rich's stream. We'll get Rich back on the podcast. Oh, uh, he gets an invite? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have Bummer Rob. Does the Switch 2 Pro need 4K? Why not 1080p plus DLSS? That's probably how they achieve 4K is through the uh, deep learning super sampling from NVIDIA. Which, uh, Nate, you keep doing that weird thing where it's like that 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 low like hum that you do. We're like, hmm. We'll see how they achieve 4K. I mean, okay, hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, Nate. Oh. Hold on. MVG and I talk about this in my last episode. Of the uh-huh. Nate the Hate the Podcast. Nate the Hate yeah. Podcast. Where MVG talks in-depth about achieving 4K on a Nintendo Switch Pro. Interesting. 
What did Indeed. he say? He said a lot of things. You can listen to it right now on Spotify. I, I feel like you're having a hard time reciting it. <laughs> I could recite it, but it's better from the source where people can listen to it straight from MVG. Ah, okay. And what was that show called again? What was that podcast called? It's called Nate the Hate, and it's available on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Oh, got it. Thanks. Zombie Are says thank you. No, one thanks. more time, actually. Nate the Hate. <laughs> Uh, zombie says thanks Spawn wave your info helped us procure two ps5 consoles when are we going to see that nate the hate mario sunshine charity stream with him enthusiastically saying how much he loves the game we need to do a charity stream with nate and he has to play through mario sunshine a whole game no 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 no, no. just just play through oh, perfect you know, like, collect everything <laughs> we do like we do like four hours all right in mario sunshine you playing it and, and i'll well we'll hang out with you in discord and just read the chat talk yeah, we'll hang out and we'll find a good cause to raise money for nate you, and the yeah. whole time nate's sitting here thinking ah, children time. can starve it's there fine. is no <laughs> amount of time <laughs> that should limit you for charity Every time he goes to complain about the game, the more money goes life to charity. charity. Every year, I do a 24-hour gaming session. All right, 24 yeah. hours of sunshine. Wait, hold on. You were complaining about four, four hours. hours. How about how about we do how about we do like uh, like Toys for Tots or something this holiday, and we just have Nate play Mario Sunshine, and we all like you have listen, to look at it. the chat. We do Discord stuff, and then we make fun of Nate trying to play Mario Sunshine on the, uh, the the Pachinko part. Yeah, first <laughs> out the game the whole time where I'm going to get banned from. Twitch. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Is it okay? Because I'm gonna fall out of the machine. I'm gonna throw my it's controller against the wall. Pick up the switch. Snap the it in the half. We'll throw the card wait. outside. We'll, we'll and just burn sunshine. We'll just mute you and put on one of those like heartbeat monitors. So we can see the rage building. Nate, we'll get some. We'll get some guests in there, right? We'll bring some guests into the Discord and stuff, and, and we'll just all talk over. Nate. You guys are gonna make Nate quit everything, quit life. <laughs> we'll just all talk then, over your Mario Sunshine gameplay, and, and it, it could be fun. And if we hit a certain number raised for charity, we'll have uh, Sean come on and build some Labo. Yeah, yeah. How, about you, how about you have Sean building Labo while I'm playing Sunshine? He could be Both cursing. Both of you must suffer. I could be cursing at Flood. Still That's the greatest video of all time of Sean. <laughs> Before you buy. <laughs> Before you buy, I don't know how to build this shit. <laughs> I'm having trouble building this shit before you buy. I even live streamed me building it and then like part of it fell apart. That was a good day. My brother still references that video, by the way, Sean. Like he doesn't watch YouTube, he'll still bring it up. Like he'll still bring that video. Nate, we're gonna we'll come back, we'll come back to that idea, okay? You you and Sunshine and for charity. We'll come back to that idea this Christmas. Play the game to like prepare myself because i'm going to be pushing the watermelons the watermelon's going to break on a but it's fu it's funnier if you just keep if you just keep losing over and over again because you know you know nate's uh, going to be raging i'll be raging like joe kelly <laughs> then we have uh amerigamer says xbox one sold twenty three thousand five hundred sixty two units in its first week and then kitsune Followed up Xbox One, 23,560 units. Sold the first four days in Japan. So there we go. If they could beat 23,000 with the Series X and S, that would technically be a better start than the Xbox One. So 24,000, here we come. We'll see. We'll hmm. see what they do because we'll get the actual numbers. So VG says Microsoft should buy up Mistwalker. Should be pretty cheap and could focus on their JRPGs. Get them on Lost Odyssey 2, Blue Dragon 2, Last Story 2. I said, now we're talking. You guys don't know the state, Miss Walkers. <laughs> That's not a good purchase at all. <laughs> Jay, well, let's let's find somebody to do 
well, it's Odyssey too. Then let's let's just find someone. Yeah, maybe buy the IP or but or license or help out. But Mistwalker themselves is not looking good, guys. J Two Blue says, "I think Remedy would be a good purchase for Sony." Shinru says, "Hey guys, I asked this question last week, but didn't hear it back. Is it worth buying a PS4 Pro now or save up for a PS5?" I I mean, it's it's September now, so it's like right at the end of September. I would I would save for that PS5 now. Like as of now, yeah, I would absolutely. Because uh, and if you gonna... can't get it, all the games except for a couple are going to be on PS4. <laughs> That's a good point. But the PS4 Pro is still like four hundred dollars in stores right now. Yeah, but a slim like two hundred. Yeah, that's true. I would. Pro. Oh yeah, they did say Pro. They did say PS4 Pro. Yeah, for that well, I would I would wait then for the PS5. If, yeah, if your difference is a hundred dollars, just save another hundred. Here's the other reason you wait for the PS5 is because that PlayStation Plus benefit they're going to do when you go to the ps5 is going to give you a bunch of a bunch of playstation 4 games from sony like good games like infamous is in there even that great game right that that you can just you can just fire up right away on your ps5 if you missed out on ps4 stuff so like i would just go for the ps5 if you can find it wolfman says what is a good ethernet cable for the switch i like the purple ones purple ones are good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you mean for like the usb to, to ethernet well i don't think they've activated the usb 3 in the back completely yet so any any basic usb th- i would still get it any basic usb 3 to ethernet adapter should be fine for it you don't need a branded one those are like 25 bucks go on amazon they're yeah, like 11 or $12 yeah you, yeah, you shouldn't have cheap. to spend too much so uh a basic one you can find them on amazon i think U green is the one that i use right now it's it's like a 12 dollar one so Chief Mint says, you think Zenimax starts helping with Infinite? Mm, I'm going to say no. no, because by the time the deal is actually done, which is not even going to be done until next year, they'll probably be like, hopefully Halo Infinite's, they're at least thinking about it going gold by then. So, uh, Oh, Zion says, Minecraft Live will be next Saturday. Any predictions? What the hell is that? (laughs) Minecraft Uh, to Minecraft event, I assume. So new expansion, maybe. Well, they didn't. Didn't they just out of nowhere drop the VR mode for PlayStation the other day? Yeah, that was weird. It was like, oh, PlayStation VR mode for Minecraft. It's like, what? You would think they would just wait if, like, if this Minecraft Live is like a an event, right? Why wouldn't they just wait to drop it at an event? I have no idea what Minecraft Live is. Is that like live on ice? Like, is it like uh, you go and you watch it in person? Like, I don't know what that is. Two, two, two wire says happy to use my current controllers for xbox series x especially that elite one you better be happy that, that elite one works uh so says ps3 still useful ps4 obsolete with ps5 could be part yeah the ps3 technically metal gear Solid 4 so there you go and geo says hi guys i love the show gg sack on 10 says what's this about 3d kirby files found in fighters 2 there were there was 3D Kirby files found in the. Well, I think I saw, I thought I saw MVG mention it too. I think Hal said that Hal said that they have multiple Kirby games. Though. Yeah, so, there is another. I mean, there is another Kirby game in development yeah, right there's now. There's more this Kirby games, so yes. don't be surprised if we get a 3D Kirby game. It might yes. be coming. So yes. there you go. What? <laughs> what? Big is true. Nathan I says with, with X Cloud being pushed so hard, how relevant and competitive does that for does that force Google Stadia and Amazon? Luna, huh? This is the streaming wars. We'll see if well, on Luna can Stadia a, and Luna need to come up with some games first. <laughs> suck a kick a rock, kick a Amazon rock. Riona says, what? Yeah, expensive. 
was able to score both a Series X and a PS5. I'll I'll die on the physical steel book hill. <laughs> Excited for the future. Nate, my thoughts are Sony buying Square Enix. Only pay only play that makes the most sense to counter this huge Microsoft move. That would be pretty massive if they did that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it would be big, but highly unlikely. That would hit the internet hard if they did that. I mean, it would it would be yeah. I don't see it happening, but yeah, yeah, be, be big. it'd be big. Just it'd have to pay very improbable. They'd have to pay a lot of money for Square Enix. <laughs> that would be a lot because Square Enix owns a ton of stuff, man. Mm. Mr. Mr. Polygon says the world might implode if Sony bought Bungie. Oh, <laughs> that would be weird. that that would be weird if they bought Bungie. They'd be power me for sure, though, would it? No, no, I mean, it would be it would be strange because it's like Bungie's like part of Sony. That's weird. Yeah, it, it feel weird. It wouldn't but be. It wouldn't I don't be think bigger. it'd be as massive. No. Yeah. Now they have Destiny, but like Bethesda had so many. Yeah, IPs they got studios. Destiny. Yeah, that's about it. They got that's Destiny. That's, that's, their, that's their only IP is Destiny. Like, <laughs> they, they're they working on another Oni. game. They're working on it. They can make Oni. That was a great PS2 game oh, that nobody gosh. remembers. They're working on another game with Tencent from what I remember. So drunk on favorite. Only two. Drunk on Taco says Warhorse rules. Mike Oretta says Microsoft bought Zenimax for the streaming technology. They did get that. They the, did it. The Orion. Called Orion, yeah. yeah. That's right. I wonder if they're going to use that to help out with xCloud, make it better too. Hmm. Interesting. Cheesy says, in my opinion, Xbox has a better lineup of confirmed games. Halo, Hellblade 2, Fable, Avowed, State of Decay 3, Forza, Stalker, Warhammer, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, Everwild. It's a lot of games, but we kind of need to know when they're coming out. Great list on paper. Great list on paper until we actually see what they are and everything else. Microsoft still has a lot to to prove in terms of delivery of those games because, like, the titles, you're right, look good, but... I mean, I, we've seen we've seen them kind of botch, botch some of the other games, so we'll, we'll see. Here's hoping they, that Fable comes out really good. Please. Yeah, Hex says Google Stadia has one exclusive game. That shows passion. <laughs> Nintendo Eric says if Sony bought Konami, they'd also own the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG. Hear that, Jordan? Yeah. As a Yu-Gi-Oh! player, <laughs> that scares me. <laughs> well, they could do a, a partial buy similar to when Disney bought Fox. Like they only bought they didn't buy their the gaming name division or, or IPs yeah. or something. So yeah, they, they could they could be like, all right, Konami can produce the card games. I don't think Sony's interested in that. I don't think any of the gaming companies would be interested in buying a card game, you know, a physical card game. Um, so there'd probably be like an amicable split there for them to still retain rights to that jordan morales says we need a new retail horror story video spawn the last video i did for it did well with the repair stuff evan some of the ones but roach stories. most of the, most of it was just roach stories yeah uh, psx pirate says just want everyone to know our prime minister now oh. <laughs> and sony's xbox is the bomb <laughs> Rick says, will Nintendo ever do full-blown remakes like what Square did for Final Fantasy VII Remake for their classics instead of cheap ports? I don't know. Next year is the 25th anniversary of Mario 64. Oh! What's that mean? I don't, I don't know anything. I'm not <laughs> Nate. My name's not Nate. I don't know. Um, Shadow of Nexus says, Tango should work on Alan Wake 2. Then Zaddy Quest, no message. And I think just a few more here on the Streamlabs, and I think we're about to be good to go. Do you want to go around here and do some outros, Sean? All right, we're good. Uh, Rand, you want to <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you? 
Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Uh, if you want to check out more content, uh, I talk about Xbox. It's uh, youtube.com slash randallthor19. Uh, it's always good to be on the show. And thanks for joining us, Rand, as always. Dr. Claw says, do y'all recommend a specific TV slash monitor for PS5? An yeah. OLED. The Sony 900X, that brand, that series is really good. For yeah, get a, get a, an LG CX. The CX ones look really nice, too. I, it, it's going to come down to your budget, Dr. Claw, as well, because you can get crazy, mm. like, you know, two to three thousand dollar TVs or you can get one that's like a thousand or less. It really depends on where your budget is. But the LG CX seem to be a little more future proof than a lot of them because they'll support uh, higher refresh rates on, on high resolutions as well. So I would look into some of those newer LGs. They look they look pretty good. That actually might be the one I look into on LG CX for next gen. Vanessa says, wishing a happy birthday to Command & Conquer, who turns 25 today. EA actually did something right for once with the Command & Conquer Remastered Collection. Hope other companies in EA follow suit going forward. You know what I'm really hoping here, uh, Vanessa, is that EA kind of starts going in the correct direction with some of their games because they just did a whole preview on... Uh, on the the new squad rogue the new rogue squadron game basically right squadrons and they keep saying there's no microtransactions it's all progression based so they've said that like a hundred times now and that's out next week so i'm hoping ea goes in that direction with some of their games like this star wars game coming up here soon so here's hoping aiden quinn says you guys you guys saw five and 16 is rated m that's big no it is right is it we, we, that? We already talked about it that. was a preliminary rating okay. in europe that it's a peggy week, right? 18 yeah okay yeah, we yeah. that's what we, we talked about it looked more violent it looked more violent yeah that yeah. that is big to, to have it rated m so i'll be that's uh, gonna be interesting to see how they go with that that'll be kind of cool. good i don't think it's a good idea for sales but then again who cares whatever still gonna be a good game we're all old we're all, yeah, old. We're all good old. <laughs> it's like you limit the amount of people that can buy the game yeah that, i get what you're or saying or you'd have to get somebody else to buy but i don't think it's gonna make a big deal i remember final fantasy would always skate right up against that line too of skate? like uh of what huh? <laughs> <laughs> it would i said it would it would walk that tightrope of tina mature constantly you know throughout the so years so weird. it's so weird like the way that the ratings go and everything it's so weird because like uncharted like you like kill five million people it's like rating yeah. teen you know yeah <laughs> uh oj oj you want to let everyone know where they can find you yeah you can find me right here on youtube uh got some really cool streams coming up uh this week should be a lot of fun going over uh various different things um should be an interesting week so you guys check them out do nintendo xbox and sony videos as well so thank you for having me on once again john like always um i've been getting a lot of people coming over from this podcast i literally get at least two to three people every day saying yo oh, i follow you from there or stuff stuff so yeah thank you for having me on oh that's awesome yeah. so we have liam who says after consoles die do you think it's possible microsoft may offer to buy nintendo again with them accepting this time just imagine the game pass library or better yet a smash bros with a microsoft budget that could make ultimate look like smash 64 <laughs> ultimate is like ridiculous I, I i don't know if a bigger budget would do much for that game at this point it's probably already had a ridiculous budget as it was but no yeah i i don't i don't i don't think that would happen for i mean nintendo's trending upwards with their stuff right now so Ricky says, yo, Sean, can you get me the, the, the hook up on one of those 30 inch subs? <laughs> can a man I mean, get a sandwich around here? Is it too much to ask? I mean, I got a tuna on toast right now. Well, when was the last time you got that 30 inch sub, though? It's been a minute. I'm probably, uh, I'm either going to get that or the 40 inch pizza tomorrow, though, because it's football day. 
Uh, it is football so day. I, I'm guessing you didn't you didn't see uh, um, um, John's post on Twitter. No. John. <laughs> you, you didn't see. You didn't see it. You. you uh... You want, to, you want to let everyone know where they can find you, Sean? He's not inspired, guys. You can find me on... Oh, I'm, I'm going to look. You can find me on RGT85 um, on the internet. Yep. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Sean has a great That's channel, too. I actually really like Sean's channel. I like everybody's channel here, but I, I do like you know your videos, Sean. So good stuff this week, man, or this past week. What, what tweet? Oh, the workout tweet? What about what am I what looking about? at here? Yeah, his muscles. I don't know what's going on. You could have those <laughs> muscles or you could have a 40-inch pizza. I would like the pizza. It's <laughs> a lot less work. Let me go to misclick. Where can they find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube. I actually, my... Um, Discussion on Breath of the Wild, my immediate reactions and stuff will be up at Misclick Gaming. That'll be up literally within a couple minutes. Um, and then you can find me live almost every day on Twitch, except for Sundays at uh, Misclick underscore live. Other than that, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, anything else as Misclick. Uh, thanks for having me. It was fun. Frank says, favorite soundtrack of the generation. For me, it's near Automata and not very close. Hmm. Mm. Three houses for me. That's a good I, question. You know, Steinar Wild Hearts has a pretty oh, good. Oh, here we go. Freaking <laughs> Jordan. One, Steinar Wild Hearts does have a pretty good soundtrack, but. It does. It does. This is a tough one for me because it easily would have been Octopath Traveler, but Will of the Wisp has an amazing soundtrack. So those two are too close for me to pick a winner. So it's Steinar Wild Hearts. I'm not picking. Obviously. I'm not. I I can't pick. Going Ace Combat. Fire Emblem. It. Fire Emblem. There's a lot of good. There's been a lot of good soundtracks this generation, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Wild Hearts never die. Ooh, Persona Nate, 5, where can yeah. they find you? Oh, Ooh, Persona Five. Persona yeah, Five Royal. Extremely yeah. good. Yeah, tie for me. Those two. Come in. It's good. Nate, where can they? Where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. Right now we have a podcast up with MVG where we talk about the Switch Pro, the proposition of 4K, what it would take, also the retail listing that appeared, and a couple of other rumors that appeared surrounding the Switch Pro. Also talked about the PS5 controversy with Spider-Man. We have an episode coming up on Monday where we will talk about more Nintendo stuff with a special guest. So be on the lookout for that. Mm. Leo Aguilar says John is going to flex his veiny arms to tell Rare to make a new banjo game and Perfect Dark 2. <laughs> perfect Dark. I, I, you know, the Perfect Dark stuff been going around recently. I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't involve Rare. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Magical Worker says, I think Rare is back. I enjoyed new Battletoads and CFDs, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Battletoads and CFDs makes Rare cup. Brett. He, he, there's no way he was around back then. In the, there's no way. But Rare didn't even make the new Battletoads. Michael, we have <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael Clark with ten dollars. Thanks, Michael. And then, and then Shamsa comes in with the the big hundred. Shamsa, shout out to Shamsa. Shamsa made Battletoads, man. That's, <laughs> That's what I funded Battletoads. Why would you Pretty put much. that on her? God damn. <laughs> hey, we need, oh, no. Yeah, we need we need Shamsa to come by uh, Nate's Mario, Mario Sunshine stream and watch him rage out. 
trying to trying to control flood and go down the pachinko machine <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do that no. we need to do an among us stream soon yeah I mean, i've been itching yeah, to I've heard about that for three weeks we should do that soon <laughs> poor nate <laughs> thanks shamsa appreciate you stopping by appreciate the the hundred dollar donation very generous very generous Matthew Hammond says, would Nintendo purchase a Japanese studio, Koei Tecmo, or Platinum Games? Both. Nintendo's just been having a good time with their IPs and just licensing them out to, to companies to, to make them. So, I don't know if Nintendo... I mean, does Nintendo really need to buy another company for a while, like another studio? They seem they seem fine with what they're doing. So, I I, I don't really see anything that they would buy. don't think they need to, necessarily. Yeah. Jordan, where can they find you, man? They can find me at uh so I have a gaming channel linked in the uh in the chat. It's called Batteries Low. I brought it back. Um I was getting a lot of requests to, to just have general video game discussion. It's nothing too crazy. I just sit in front of a camera and talk about news that I find interesting. I talked about the the Spider-Man situation, the 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 buying the wrong Xbox, the Among Us 2 canceled for yeah, just a bunch of stuff. I put out a new video about uh, Hyrule Warriors earlier today. Feel free to check it out. I do almost uh, almost daily videos over there, just having fun talking about games. Very nice. Patrick says, "What? When will we get revised revisions of the new consoles? If the new consoles have any major issues, then when would the next fixed batch be manufactured? Probably about a year from then. <laughs> and it depends on how severe it would be. You know what? I I think." That they might try to go through this entire next generation without a revised system, without a pro. I think they might try to do it. I, I think that's what they did at the beginning here, right? With the Series S and the X, it's like get the super powerful one, have the weaker one. You don't got to worry about revisions. It's bam, everything's ready. Right the only thing that would, I think, get them to like go for, I think if 8K somehow took off, and I really don't think 8K is going to take off like that in the next five years. So I kind of think they're going to try to go six years with these systems. I mean, they'll probably get slims and stuff, but like, I don't think they're going to try to do a pro or anything. And then Alcatraz, no message. And then Tesla Volta Games finally finishing Red Dead 2. Found out today Red Dead 1's map is in 2. Was that just a flex by Rockstar? And let's see. Ev Evan, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, Gimmerx Project. It's usually if I'm doing anything, I post it up over there. I just posted up. Uh, we I finally finished a new design for the Spawnway Media shirt stuff. To try to get the rest of them up by Monday, and uh, also spawncast clips. Usually, this is going to be chopped up uh, throughout the week, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday clips will be posted. I got a lot of timestamps yeah. here, so we should have some good ones. Go check out the spawncast clips channel. Evans, Evans on top of that. He keeps posting. He's going to start probably posting funny things too. If Sean does any. If Sean looks funny at the camera sideways, Evans on it. <laughs> I got his. I got his Fall Guys rant. We're good. We got a good one coming up. Oh man. <laughs> Why Sean will not review Fall Guys on the Switch. I won't. <laughs> That's a good title. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, don't forget Film Wave. And Film Wave. We, we had a lot of fun over there. We're talking about the boys mostly now. But you know what I realized, Jordan? Mm -hmm. Nothing's coming out in theaters right now. So it's like. I know. So we may have to go like watch one old week one old film a week or something and talk about it. Like we had like we it's had a, a, it's like a book club for the Internet. We had like Wonder book Woman club. coming up and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, this will be good. We'll see that. Everything's Black gone. It's coming out. I mean, yeah, everything's gone. All so. gone. <laughs> They're all out of this. The only thing is Tenet. Yeah. Cobra Kai got pushed next year. I think is... New Mutants dropped, but like. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. 
Uh, and that's not worth risking going to a theater to see. We're covering like, I love, every... I love Christopher Nolan. I want to see Tenet. I ain't even going to a theater yeah. to see that. We're covering every uh, everyone going for all the boys episodes, though. So it's, it's yeah. good. It's so it's really yes. TV TV wave at the moment. But you yes, know. check out check out film wave. Check out Spawncast clips. Evan's on that. So that's that's everything, though, here. I think we're good to go. We have. Oh, uh, there's Patrick saying for Evan's hard work. Shout out to Evan on the Spawncast Clips channel. Canadian Making it work dollars. In the, in the <laughs> Filthy Casual, am I the only one who uh, loved this group so much? I wish we had more than these two hours a week with the whole panel. Hey, you never know. There's There could be like Spawncast game night or something at some point. Once we'll once always, a month. We'll always be in your heart. We could do Among Us and 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 the the podcast just breaks up during Among Us, right? Everyone just turns on each other. So I don't know, man. Will we still have a Spawncast uh, after that? Yeah, see? I still won't be invited, so Who said no, that? we're just Here gonna vote go you again. out first. Yeah, if I just get kicked out first every single time, <laughs> fuck you all. I mean, when you put it like that, I don't know. Nate's being kind of sus. Yeah, I will kill you all in the game, even if <laughs> I. That's why you're then sus. We have to vote you out. Yeah. Can I kill you if I'm not the imposter? No. 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 Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to correct great chaos. I, I want to be like the good guy. Be like he's like he like oh he's good. Be like trail. Nate's gonna be the third imposter every single time. He's just gonna accuse a random person and not even know if he's right or not. <laughs> All right, I think that's that's gonna do it here tonight. Very convincing. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Spawncast. We'll be back next next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was one super chat here from Christian about being a simp. So there you go. All right, <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're gonna go. Out we go.